For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In a world where Carolina Panthers fans have an insatiable thirst for Panthers news and opinions, only one podcast roars ferociously. It's the C3 Panthers podcast. What's the deal, Panther fans? It's the big W over our division rivals, the Saints. It feels like it's been years since we have beaten the Saints. In fact, I think it has been years since we've beaten the Saints. And today... We whooped their tail. Still some woes of the third quarter, though. Uh, but we'll get into all that. It's the C3 Panthers post-game show. My name's Tony Dunn, uh, and I'm here with Cody Lashney to celebrate this. How you doing, my friend? Tony Dunn, we that, we that, we that said we're going to beat that <laughs> and we sure fucking did, boy. Let's go. Carolina Panthers defended their home dirt Put the ass whooping on the division rivals. There's nowhere I'd rather be after the game than sitting here chilling with my homeboys talking about the Carolina Panthers. And guess what? We're going to do it with the most badass Panther fans in all of YouTube, man. I'm talking Underground West, Dexter Henderson, Supreme Leader, Sideshow Rob, Jorge Marcelo, Karen Choi, Joe Riolano in the building, Tony Dunn, and nothing to it but to do it, brother. Let's roll. The Panthers are 2-0 and to start the 2021 season. Today, they jumped all over the New Orleans Saints with a 26-7 victory where the Carolina Panthers defense continues to fly around the field. The defensive line makes that secondary look good because they don't got to do anything because that quarterback is just harassed. They they got to file charges against the Panthers' defense for harassment. Man, it was exciting. CK, I know you were excited to see that defense play today. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, last week I was kind of Debbie Downer with what was going on with the uh, the team. Um, you know, even though we got the win, we should have done a, a better job last week. I feel like we did a much better job. I'm still not overly impressed with the play calling from uh, Joe Brady, but we got the dub and we did it uh, in an in, in effective and efficient uh, way. You can't help but be super excited about this defense. Greg in the house again, man. I love to see you, man. You're uh, back in action. And just like Sam Darnold was back in action today, he was pretty good aside from one play. Got to be excited what you saw from the Panthers today. How'd you feel about that offense? Kind of, 
poo-poo third quarter again. Yeah. One bad play by Darnold. But uh, overall, you got to say, this guy's been playing pretty damn good. Yeah, overall, I was pretty impressed. You know, we said, me and CK said last week, this is kind of a measuring stick game against a team that's a very good team. And uh, we, we beat the shit out of them for about three quarters. Well, for exactly three quarters of the game, we beat the shit out of them. So, I mean, I'm very disappointed with some of the stuff I saw. I'm not sold yet on Joe Brady and his his offensive approach. I think we have really good talent. He's not utilizing it all the time. Robbie Anderson, minus one play, needs to be used more than just the downfield guy. Like, you can use him for more than just a long pass, and he shouldn't be the only guy you're throwing a long pass to. But, you know, trying to put everything else that I saw negative aside, it was a great game. Uh, Insanely happy with the win and – I was hoping for the shutout, man. That would have been really, really sweet. I know. Really, really sweet. It would have been a shutout had it not been. I don't know what you guys are on, but this defense has me. Dude, I'm rock hard right now, dude. Oh, the defense. Oh, I agree with you. Oh, I agree with you on that. Yeah, the defense looks great. We have the best fucking defense and all the NFL, fuck what you heard. I don't, I don't about care that, about all the Saints fans. They're going to be like, oh, we were missing a million different players. We were missing mm-hmm. a million different coaches. Who gives a shit? Everyone's already <laughs> on Twitter trying to uh, say that, oh, they were missing so many people. This is the same team that put up five touchdowns on the Green Bay Packers and the reigning NFL MVP, and the Panthers just slapped them fuck out of them yeah this is a legitimate defense (laughs) this defense is for real brian burns has two sacks hey man listen joe brady may not be perfect but he's getting better uh i feel he's gotten better since last game dude christian mccaffrey is incredible you see what happens when he goes off the field they took him off the field for some cramps but then as soon as he comes back on Dude, he's bowling people over, rushing into the end zone, not going down after first contact. This is exactly what we wanted, man. None of us real we were hoping that this would happen, but how many of us really felt like the Panthers were gonna come out, put our dick on their forehead, and own the day, man? I think That's I sent y'all a picture Panthers of two dogs. Did. Didn't I send you a picture of two yeah, dogs, one with the did. nuts on the other one's head? Yeah. <laughs> the Panthers yeah. were saints. So I actually kind of did say that exact same thing right there, Cody. I, uh, I, I was shout out to shout out to Linwood McGlawhorn. Thank you for the super chat. He says the defense is filling themselves, but our young coaches have to learn how to adjust at halftime. Uh, the old guy Phil Snow is adapting at half. He is the best, remains the best coach on our staff, in my opinion, or at least that's what we've been saying thanks to nick montiero as well he says you guys are the real vips uh and he's been a man holding down that friday free-for-all and i bet you the fans are going to be pumped and i agree with you cody is a you know um really what's the you know the worst part of this team is special teams continues to be a problem like everywhere we look it's like the the only person that's any good on special teams is charlton or whatever joey the punter other than that everybody stinks and you gotta wonder why we had a penalty today we didn't have enough men on the field i mean not a penalty we had to take a timeout because the special teams was disorganized did we miss an extra point dude we did yeah we did man (sighs) now we're gonna have to talk about this uh this kicker position but listen it's not like we didn't already know that's why I don't want to dwell on it, man. It's like, yeah, no, no. our kicker position is still shit. We knew that it was going to be shit. He missed an extra point. We'll probably have four more kickers before the season's over. 
dude, I don't even know if it matters too much. Like, if this Panthers offense can continue to get marginally better game after game, uh, and they're already saying Texans are going to miss Tyrod Taylor this Thursday because of a hamstring injury. I don't know if that's official or not. But if this offense can continuously get a little bit better and better and be able to do just enough and put a foot on the gas during the third quarter, I'm telling you, this defense is enough to take us all the way, bro. This is a savage, fast-moving, aggressive defense, and they couldn't throw the football down the field because Dante Jackson and and J.C. Horn were locking shit down. Well, man, Winston was running for his life the whole time. He he was shook, man. Like, he was was rattled. And, and, and how about this? Is we saw the we saw the J- old Jameis Winston come out today. No, I think Love he was always seeing that. L- listen, what's the difference between the Jameis Winston we saw last week and this week? Uh, that th- we got pressure on him. We got yeah. pressure on him, and and that's the thing. Like last week, he had a defense that yeah. just shut down Aaron Rodgers, and Aaron Rodgers that did not look like he wanted to be playing football for the Packers, which we all knew he didn't want to for the entire offseason. And now you kind of feel like, hey. He doesn't, you know, based right. on what you're seeing there. And, and and now you see him, you know, Jameis Winston come in here. I think we all kind of, you know, looked at it. And, and let's be honest. Let's give Tony props here, right? Tony said after last week's win, he's like, I don't think that the Saints are that good. I just think that the Packers were that bad. And he said, you know, Jameis Winston is still Jameis Winston, right? And we're going to find out a little more about that. We, we saw what happened even last week when he finally got pressure. He threw an interception in the red zone. But he got he called back for a roughing the passer call, right? That was still a, a pressure in his face he threw the interception. That happened again today. Um, I, listen, this defense was was absolutely humming. Um, and if this continues, uh, it's going to be a long, long season for our opponents in the NFC South because right now I'm watching Brady just got strip sacked. Uh, I'm watching uh, the 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 Buccaneers destroy uh, the Falcons. And if like if these are defensive teams that we're facing, like I think. Based on what I'm seeing, uh, the only people we have to worry about, especially after today, is going to be the, the the Bucks. And if we can get pressure on Brady, I think we've got that in the back too. Yeah. How many sacks did we have today? Four. Four. Three. Yeah, but we had eleven yeah, quarterback I'll, hits. I'll say a lot of hits, a lot of pressures, and, and you know, CK, I agree with you, man. And you know, looking at the 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 schedule uh, before the season started, I was looking at it and I said there there's no reason why if we come out strong we couldn't go you know eight nine and zero. Oh. Honestly, playing like this, there's a very good chance we could do that. You know, I think this we look like a playoff front, team today. Dude, the like defensive playoff. front through two games has put up ten sacks. Yeah, ten sacks yeah. through two games. What is that? Ten. Uh, uh, <laughs> What is that? Uh, five. What's five times seventeen? Isn't that That's, what we're uh, averaging? Listen, uh, ten, 10 sacks. Basically, it's going to be like eighty-five. Eighty-five. We're on pace to eighty-five sacks right yeah. now. Yeah, and I love this. Thing. This is <laughs> sick. Dude, Brian Burns is playing insane, man. If yeah, he's, he's not, awesome, if he's not man. the guy he's making the play. He's a reason that somebody else made the play. Ever, he, he if you, the quarterback of that spot. You, you know? watch all he's of those sacks. You feel his presence. Yes, like, he's in every play, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. He's amazing. And by the way, Tony, did, uh, did you see this? I thought this. Was yes. Jameis shit his pants. I can't help. I can help with the stains though. Shout out to Tony. <laughs> Shout out to Tony. Oh, oh, the chat. Oh, the MVP right. of the chat so far. Um, yeah, this uh, uh, this defensive front is so impressive that it really makes everybody else's job easy. 
And um, that's why, I mean, like, I'm not even, uh, like, uh, I didn't think Dante Jackson or J.C. Horn had to do much today. On top of that, um, the linebackers haven't had to do anything. It's awesome. Like, this defensive front is just all over the place all the time, and then everybody behind them is just cleaning up the any leftover and, mess. And listen, give credit to Phil Snow for those well-timed uh-huh. blitzes too, yep. man. He's mm-hmm. picking the right moments to to send pressure. And listen, we also have to give credit to just the guys that are disruptive. How about number 91, Morgan Fox? Fox, what is going on today? Making himself known, being disruptive, making mm-hmm. plays in the backfield. And then, Big man, dude, the, 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 one of the things that we kept on preaching all offseason is that the Panthers – should have a ton of speed off the edge. And with Brian Burns and Hassan Reddick, like now you're starting to see it pay dividends, man. Like didn't Reddick have, have like a so sack in the first process. play of the game? It was the second. Yeah, the first play early. was uh there was uh, pressure in his face, but it was not a sack. Um you guys want to hear a funny stat about how great great this defense was today? Sure. Christian McCaffrey had more yards than their entire offense. That's awesome. Hey, there was, I can only think of two plays the whole game that I didn't see multiple Panthers jerseys within a couple of yards of the ball, wherever the ball was. It was insane, man. They were swarming. It's the best defensive play I've seen from Carolina in a long time. It gets a team that we've seen can put up numbers. I think the play that stood out to me is that, um, they throw the ball down to the goal line. They're on. It's like a first and goal uh, on the one or something, and we and they try to run with I guess Kamara. So and we we eight yard loss, dude. Yeah, straight like we were about to. And that was after a missed <laughs> tackle, like a missed missed tackle for eight yards. Then he ran across the field and still got tackled for an eight yard loss. They were telling it's you awesome, they're everywhere. Yeah, it's, it's so exciting this defense now. Let's turn our attention to the offense. I do think we got to do this is we have to um, – I'm not even upset with the offense. I start, I, I think this is that uh, I want it to be better in the second half. I don't know why we come out not clicking in the third quarter, but this is – it's just been like this two weeks in a row now to where there have been – it's not even any one thing. It's like we we take a sack, then it's a missed throw, then it's a a lot. You know, you're not running the ball effectively, and you're punting. It's just it's not one thing, but I guess it does come back to this offensive line. You got to think that any of the problems we saw today were that uh, from the Panthers' offense started with this offensive line and guys that was suffering injury. Cam Irvin got hurt. Brady Christensen came in and played left guard and got mollywhomped in his first play. Poor guy. Did not look good in that first play. Just got ran over. Uh, Can we sustain success with this offensive line? Because I don't even think we run the ball very well. The only reason we do is because of Christian McCaffrey. I mean, it continues to be the big point of this offensive line. And listen, I know I sound like a broken record on this podcast all the time saying some of the same shit, but if it requires me to do so, then I'll do it. This offensive interior is not up to par, man. I think Elflin, uh, yeah, Elflin went out with an injury and I don't believe he came back in. Uh, Brady Christensen came in for a little while only for Cam Irving to get tripped up and, and bull rushed back into him by Peyton Turner, the Saints rookie defensive end. 
Uh, I mean, listen, the, we have past, uh, past protection issues, and we continue to have them, too. I think our tackles are the strong point of our football team, including Cam Irving, who didn't have a great day, didn't have a terrible day either. Well, he, was, he got hurt. Yeah, and but he's been. And he better still played than, all right. He's been Cameron Irving has been better than me and most of Panther Nation has expected him to be right. So I want to make sure that I give him credit where credit is is due. He did not have a lot of believers, but man, that interior offensive line gets no push. And whenever we have red zone woes, that it feels like that's the reason why they can't run the football. And they're forced to get cute at the end. And it's just the margin for error becomes so much higher when you have no protection in the middle. We really can't run the football effectively. And again, the only reason we have been able to rush the ball is only because Christian McCaffrey is sensational. The rush, the run blocking is just weak. And you see it two weeks in a row as well. We've gotten down. Uh, first and goal kind of th- situation. You run the ball twice and nobody, you can't get anything. Um, so that, that's been tough. Now, um, Sam Darnold, though, let's turn the attention quickly to Sam Darnold. Guys, we got to be uh, heartened by his performance so far. Is that, if anything, going back in, in any concerns at this point about Sam Darnold being a waste, wasting a year of our, our time that's what some people thought was going to happen. I got to say is that he's played better than anticipated. He had his first 300-yard game today through the air. He's been past. And, boy, man, he – I think he's got guts, dude. He pushes the ball downfield. He's put – he put some – he put some crazy window passes. Like, you know, that one yeah. that DJ dropped, right? Sam, was, Sam Donald, yeah, he, he flashes some great throws. And I feel like we see that uh, this is the second week in a row that we've seen him make some gutsy throws. He starts out kind of shaky, but, man, once he chooses to stay in the pocket, Sam has been better than a lot of Panther fans expected Sam Donald to be. And I think that he can he shows continued improvement. Continued shout-outs to the chat room who have been who are being super generous. Um, Ross Gould, uh, I believe, hit us with a super champ, and uh, someone else. I Lance said, I think and uh, 89J subs. Man, they're flying through, guys. Uh, we appreciate your support. The number's 252-228-5098. Um, any other things before we go to the calls that are on your mind about this game? Well, I just wanted to say, touching on what y'all were saying, there was Sam Darnold. You can win a Super Bowl with Sam Darnold. I'm not saying we're going to win the Super Bowl this year. A quarterback that plays the way he's played through the first two games, you can win a Super Bowl with that kind of quarterback play. That's all I'm saying. Listen, you got to keep in mind on top of all of this, like this is literally the second game he's had as a Carolina Panther, right? This is the second game he's had with these weapons, the second full game that he's had with this offense, uh, the offensive coordinator, uh, and 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 all the all the you know, uh, you know I guess. Uh, all, all of the connections, all that, you know, that, that uh, relationship hasn't quite been built to where it could possibly be. Um, we're not going to see what he's capable of doing until I say about midway through the year. And right now, if this is any indication, I think Sam Darnold has a, a, a huge ceiling. Um, I see a lot of opportunities where he was throwing the ball down the field. 
Um, obviously, it did feel a little bit more like our offense last year, where there wasn't too many deep, op- deep, you know, uh, deep targets. There were f- a couple, but none were really connecting. But all in all, like you got to be impressed with what Sam Darnold was able to do in the face of like what I think is even more impressive is yes, the offensive line was able to keep him clean for the majority of the game. But even if you look at those like that first half, a lot of times the offensive line wasn't really doing their job very well. Sam Darnold was doing a phenomenal job navigating the pocket. Like it felt very similar to what a Brady would do or, and don't get this twisted. I'm not going to compare him to Brady and say, he's the next goat, right? That's not at all what I'm trying to do. But when you talk about navigating a pocket, Brady's one yeah, of the, the movement was nice. The yeah. movement mm-hmm. was nice is that because it wasn't just beautifully clean all the time, but there was also like he, he didn't, he wasn't getting hit every time. Exactly. You know, he climbed the pocket when he needed to, he moved around. We saw that last week with the big pass downfield is how that, so those subtle movements in the pocket, um, are helpful and he has been sensational to I would I'm going to go far as say is that he's been sensational in my mind right now I, I is that if you want to you got to be happy about what we have been able to do so far we're two and no number one mm-hmm. right we have had these sleepy third quarters but I don't feel like we've had to only rely on Christian McCaffrey I think right. we have been pretty balanced Overall, I think Sam's played well. DJ's played well. Robbie's been all, all right, man. I mean, he's just he, when he gets the ball. How about he's Brandon fine. Zilstra? Yeah. Did he? I, and what I happened? Didn't even know he was playing still. <laughs> I think that he nudged well uh, Terrace Marshall Jr. out of the lineup today. It felt like it. I mean, obviously, Terrace like, was able to come away with that really big, you know, important yeah, third down play Terrace, there towards Terrace the end. But a, wow. Terrace had a really big third down today. Um, by the way, shout out to Rock Bridges, uh, who donated the four ninety nine. We appreciate you, brother. Hey, Tony. Uh, oh, hey, and Grim Reaper with the Man. $10 love bomb. Keep friggin' pounding. Yeah. Hey, you know we will. That's all we know how to do is keep pounding, baby. But CK, before we get into uh, to those uh, cat calls, we got 109 people watching, 67 seven thumbs up. Tell them what time it is, CK. In a world where one chat comes in hoping to be able to celebrate a win, they were able to do so today. I need everyone in the chat to hit that like button, as this is subscriber shame. Subscriber shame, baby. Hit that thumbs up. We want you guys to come in, have a place to talk Panther football, be with a good group of Panther friends that love this football team. That's what it is. If you haven't done so already, hit the like button. Hit the subscribe button and make sure you hit the notification bell for every single time we go live. The C3 podcast has more content than ever before, Tony Dunn. We're really doing it. We have. We've been putting it together. So we appreciate y'all's support. Go ahead and smash that thumbs up button. Shout out to my boy Bruce in the chat room. Um, And uh, let's see. Try to think. Anything else that's been on my mind? Zilstra wanted to mention that. We talked about that. We've talked about this defense. Uh, we've talked about injuries, so I guess it is time to just jump into these cat calls, man. Let's do it. Let's do it. What are your thoughts on cat calls? Yeah, you shouldn't do that to somebody. And how did that make you feel? Uh, very uncomfortable. So, how do you think cat calling makes the person feel? It feels good, like.
Yeah, this is Dwayne from Winston-Salem, long-time listener, first-time caller. I just want to say we beat the Saints. I hate the Saints. Defense looked great. Offense needs some work in the third quarter in red zone. Keep pounding. Let's go, Panthers. Man, we thank you for the call. The number's 252-228-5098. It does feel great to beat the Saints, and I almost forgot what it feels like, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> Somebody said that uh, earlier. Yeah. But it is nice. I think whatever we lost four straight to them. Is that right? Yeah. We've uh, lost the we've last lost eight out of nine. Yeah, yeah I was going to say eight, eight out, out of nine. nine. And yeah. by the way, that one Ugh. was when they were resting their starters at the very end of the season, uh, getting ready to go to the playoffs. Too. Was that so 2017? Uh, yeah, but no, 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 no. That was um, uh, I think 2018. Gotcha. That was when they let us win, so that way that we could yep, have a worse that, draft pick because yep, yep, it yep, didn't yep, matter yep, for them yep. either way. Yeah, that is one hundred percent what that was. But hey, no more today, baby. The Carolina Panthers defense came up strong, dude. Like, can, before we go to the next call, short answers. Did anybody really believe that we were going to come out here? Like, even if you thought that we were going to win, did did we really think that the Panthers were going to come in here? And just shut them out completely, minus a, a a touchdown off of a dumb Sam Darnold play. Like this is this is everything that we could have wanted. I feel like I agree. I, I I expected to win. I really did predict the win, but I didn't expect it to be like this. I thought it was going to be like a twenty seven twenty one game, something like that. I thought it was, was going to be something where we can won convincingly, you know, like not down to the last second. But I didn't think it was going to be a blowout like this. It feels good. Um, all right, let's go. Let's go to the next call. C <laughs> three spam. You already know who it is. It's your boy Josh from Mass. What's man, up, Josh? Oh, man, what a game! Fuck the Saints. Fuck Sean Payton. Fuck Alvin Kamara. And man, maybe somebody should tell Jamie's Winston to go get some more LASIK surgery because that boy still can't see a goddamn fucking thing. The defense looked dominant. The offense looked confident. I know. I know. Oh, they're down all these starters. It don't matter because Sean Payton historically has always had his team ready to fucking play. His team looked ready to get on the bus today. This defense is back. This defense is mean. This defense is greasy. Stacey Horn gets his first interception. We I'll pack up some more stats. I'll, I'll put up Man. <laughs> We're going to take this show on the road on Thursday. We're going to Texas. We're going we're gonna to throw down in Texas. We're gonna just we're just going to brutalize them. We're going to murderize them. We're going to beat the piss out of them. Show's over for them AFC boys. You know what I'm saying? I agree. I agree. Yes, I mean, this defense, this it's, defense it's is scary. This team looked great today. Top to bottom. Darnold threw some, some great-looking passes. I'm still trying to be cautiously optimistic, but man, he's selling me. He's selling me on it. He's selling me. Some tight window <laughs> throws, some good looking stuff. Spreading the ball around. I mean, it's hard to be mad about anything you saw. The only thing I was mad about is I thought we used our first half timeouts a little too quickly. I think if I recall correctly, all three were used in the first fucking quarter of the game. You yeah. can't be doing that kind of yeah. stuff. I mean, it worked out in this. They used the last one in the four minutes of the second. You know, you dominated, but in a game where you don't dominate, that's a bad. That's a bad move. That is a very bad move. But but through it all, overall, 
We dominated. Yo, them boys <laughs> was three-point favorites in our fucking house. And we showed them the door. We said, get the fuck out of here. I don't care about your pity party. Sorry a hurricane blew your stilt house down. But motherfucker, we're the fucking team in this second division. Fuck you and fuck Tampa. Fuck Tom Brady. <laughs> I love it. Let's, go. Yeah. Let's fucking go. Keep pounding. Keep fucking pounding. Josh Let's go. Let's pumped. go. We love Panther it, man. fans are pumped. Um, I, did you see the... Ch- did you see the chat somebody put up? Is that uh, saying like uh, expecting them to put up over twenty points and disrespecting our defense? I didn't no. think about it like that. I was like, uh, you know, because I thought this was going to be like a twenty-seven, twenty-four. I thought the defense was going to play well. Uh, I didn't, but yeah, shutout. Basically, they pitched the shutout mm-hmm. in my yeah, mind. That's what they the did. Hey, uh, a lot. Some people in the uh, chat room uh, mentioned that the Panthers. Uh, put this out and wanted us to play it, and uh, I think it's pretty good. You might like it. Oh, you almost had me. <laughs> I'm gonna take James Winston. What are you talking about? James Winston. Ooh, I'm going New Orleans as well. I was even watching Barstool today. Uh, Dave Portnoy, Big Cat, and Deion Sanders. And Deion Sanders said, Oh, yeah, I'm picking the Saints. The Panthers are a bad football team, and people just don't know it yet. That's what Deion Sanders said about us. Well, guess what? Primetime better shut up because he ain't talking about the wrong, or he's talking about the wrong Carolina Panthers team. And shout out to Mike Vella for the $10. Slowly but surely, Sam will steer the ship. Yes, he's made a few mistakes, but they're correctable. The defense will give Sam all the chances he needs to succeed, baby. I agree. That's what I'm feeling, man. How much y'all want to bet Sam Darnold's the number one pickup on the fantasy uh, waiver wire this week across the board? (laughs) That that might not be uh, too far. He was my starting quarterback today. I mean, I'm starting every week in my dynasty league. Tell me, you know, is that. Tell me that he isn't going to be a favorite for comeback player of the year right now. There's a good chance. I could see it. Like, who else uh, is in contention for that right this second? Yeah. I mean, I know it's t- week two, and this is an overreaction at all at this point in time, but, I mean. Comeback me player of the year? Is yeah. that what you're saying? Dak, Dak's in the running for that. Yeah, uh, sure. Dak, Dak, Dak. Yeah, Dak would a Dallas be Cowboy. Yeah. But the thing is that I hate about that is it's not like he was having a bad year before that, but, I mean, I get he's coming off of an injury, so it would be interesting. He That's was a having point. a pretty stand up stand up year. Oh yeah, he was an MVP candidate through the first four games. Like if you're if you had any quarterback, him and Russell right. Wilson the first four games last year. So and um Oh C M C that's another one to think about. Uh yeah, yeah, I think another Sam, one. You're right. I think you gotta you gotta give it to I like this. Uh, Sam Darnold has looked comfortable. Like he does not look like the stress. He doesn't look like he's seen ghosts, dude. He doesn't look like a rookie quarterback that's under you know, that doesn't know where to go with the football. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Sam Darnold continues to get better and better, and I don't even think that we've seen the best of them. And, right. again, a lot of that has to do with our offensive line formation. Uh, by the way, shout-out to Sean Drums. Uh, it says J.C. Horn with the flex with the 499. Uh, let's give some love to um, uh, old J.C. Horn's first NFL interception, though, right? I-, I think a bunch of people called this. 
and he had one play earlier where, where he, he almost had the interception that went right through his hands. And where he, he did the push-ups. Yeah, yeah, he did well, 10 those push-ups weren't push-ups. Right after that. I know. They were bad. <laughs> those weren't push-ups. But hey, man, they were he's also been playing football all day, too. But look, yeah. <laughs> this man came down with it. J.C. Horn is incredible, man. Um, I feel like if, if fans think that they haven't seen enough of J.C. Horn, it's because they already know not to throw at that man. They said on the broadcast that, you know, J.C. Horn is a rookie in all but the program, you know, or in just the program. Every mm-hmm. other factor, he trains like a veteran. He has the mentality of a veteran. J.C. Horn is just doing everything so well. I said before the start of this season that he is uh, one of the most important members of our defense already before I even seen a snap from him. And, and dude, these defensive backs, J.C. Horn and Dante Jackson, are allowing our front seven to play fast and physical, man. Mm-hmm. It's complimentary football, and the Panthers are playing it, baby. Let's go. We're on a short week. We're heading to is, – is the game in Texas? In Houston? Um, yes, it's our first Feels like it. we've had two home games. We can't have on three in a row. Yeah, so – Prime time Thursday night will be a late show here, but you got to feel you don't want to get to your count your chickens before they hatch or whatever the saying is. But right now is that we've got to feel like we're we've got some momentum. We got the, the wind behind our backs a little bit as sure. as we go into this Thursday night matchup against a team that we truly believe we're better than. Right. I mean, prior to this season, like on day one. Uh, we when we're looking at these rosters, we felt that the Carolina Panthers had more talent than the Texans. I don't think anybody's going to disagree with that. And then on now, the way we're playing, we're kind of live, fulfilling that potential. Imagine if this uh, offense can really get cooking on Thursday night football. Do we all of a sudden people like Dion and all these people like that was in that video? Do we they? do we start to be the bell of the ball type team that people are hopping on the train with? It's possible, man, especially if we continue to put up these kinds of performances, mm. like the, the, the defense alone is, is noteworthy. And listen, I'm here to tell you all, and it, it needs to be bulletin board material for us going into the Texans, but everyone's going to start saying, Oh, the saints were missing Eric McCoy. They were missing Lattimore, Chauncey Gardner. Their staff they did have a shit ton of injuries. Yeah, I'm dude, not going to lie, but matter. I don't this, care. That would not have changed what happened in today's football game. So everyone is going to try and delegitimize this win that we got. That was a damn good football team that we beat today. They put a thumping on the Green Bay Packers, and the, the Panthers answered in every single way possible, man. We need to do better in the third quarter. Yep. But overall, I mean, this defense, uh, it's, I mean, listen, I don't know if I want to say it's like on 2013 level. It's, it's too early for that. Yeah. It, we're, we're doing something special, man. The front is young. That's what's so fun about it is they're young and fast, right? You don't have yep. a bunch of vets out there holding things down. That 2013 defense had 60 sacks that year. They were pretty awesome. I just don't know if our linebacker group is elite like that. That 2013, you know, had Keekly and Thomas Davis playing their best football of their lives. 
So I don't know if that like is, but I would say our secondary is better than that 2013 secondary. Secondary is better than I've seen it in years. Yeah, right. like I'm more confident with it. Yeah. Like we're not crying about it all day. Right now, it does mm-hmm. make it easier when your defensive front is shutting it down. Right, that makes their mm-hmm. job easy. In fact, even that pick. Do you see? There was like seven Panthers around it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like they're all just waiting yeah. for Jameis to do something dumb. It was awesome, <laughs> man. And, and the mean, one he dropped almost, before that was the same. Yeah, it's almost hard, like hard to enjoy it, believe it. Like that's how what we've seen in these two games is kind of hard for me to like. I'm, I'm like, is it real? To wrap your head around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like, awesome. am I actually serious? Is this legitimate? Well, see, yeah. you mentioned it earlier. You know, whenever we before while the game was going on, you know, we were talking in our, our group chat, and uh, I was talking. We we're talking about how excited we were. This is the first game that I've got up and like clapped my hands, and you know, got really excited about everything going on with Carolina, and had a smile on my face the whole game. It's been uh, a while since I felt like this. It felt weird. Yeah, I've noticed. I've had a good football weekend, dude. The the yeah. Pirates win with a last second comeback yesterday against Marshall. They had an onside they came back uh, down like two touchdowns. They got an onside kick and then went down and scored on the road to win by three or whatever. It was awesome. It's been a good football weekend. The number's two five two 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 eight fifty ninety eight. Let's go to the next call. Yeah, uh Corey here got cut off at the end, but like I said, I don't want to be too nitpicky, but um something order. I want to see from this team is just to, to, to put their fucking foot down in the second half, like to really just show out after we kind of build up those big leads. Cause I mean, I, I don't want to, I mean, I might be speaking for myself here, but there was times where I feel like New Orleans was kind of trying to trickle back, trickle back, but the defense shut them out every time. But like I said, man, I don't want to be too nitpicky. We just fucking dominated the Saints with two and no. We got a primetime game coming up in a few days. So, you know, we're looking good, man. I'm excited. Appreciate y'all. As always, y'all keep having it. Thanks for the call, man. Let's go to the next one. Hey, this is Kevin from Charleston, South Carolina. I just want to ask one question. Can we get a fucking kicker? (laughs) Please. (laughs) Um, What do you think about this? Is that uh, I wish he wouldn't have missed this damn extra point. Right. Because he made his uh, field goals today, right? Right. Yeah, field goals were made, extra point. He made like a 50-yarder too, didn't he? Watch, we're going to cut him tomorrow and bring in some other random nobody. We need him to win a game, like a last-minute game, so we can make some T-shirts that say Zane in the membrane. Because <laughs> his name, right? Zane? We, there's a lot of potential with Zane. Yeah. As that's a, true. Yeah. a t- That's a good T-shirt <clears throat> name. All right, let's go to the next goal. Hey, guys. It's Chuck from Elizabeth City, a.k.a. Carolina Sports Guy. It's a wonderful day. The clouds have opened up. My God, Celestial. it's so nice to win. And I know New Orleans was short from players, but there's nothing like beating that set of vagina lips, Sean Payton. <laughs> and I'm telling you guys, the defensive line looked great. Tight end showed up and played. Dong loving that one boneheaded play looked really good. Our defensive ends are blowing it up, guys. And it is nice to be on the right side of football. So let's keep it going. I just had to call in because, uh, hey, it's great to be a Panther fan. Yes, it is. It is. I Someone uh, messaged me on Twitter today and said the bank is rocking. 
And I could hear the crowd noise on the broadcast really well. Like, it felt like one of the louder times. And Mm -hmm. I know we didn't have crowds last year, really, but that felt loud for a Panthers game. It did. Yeah, I I think you've got to keep in mind what the criticism was as Panthers fans coming out of last week, right? It was... You know, nobody was in their in their on their feet. It was way too many Jets fans in there. Um, but I mean, I think you also got to keep in mind it was against the Jets, so we probably weren't super like thrilled about that matchup. We were like, ah, it's just the Jets, right? Um, but also, we're just getting back into this, and we're coming off of a really bad two seasons in a row. Our 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 fan base has to get back into it. We win last week, um, and uh, and I think that that kind of sparks something. You start to see things start to trickle and uh i'll tell you what it's done for me it's made me want to go to a game even more this year mm-hmm. um you know than i did prior i think it would be interesting i'm wondering if those patriots tickets are going to be cheaper now that cam's not there might be worth taking a look at seeing if how many people are going to try to sell now that that's not a matchup anymore they said on the broadcast that they've got some uh some philly tickets available but hey i think it bears mentioning we're uh we're two and zero with the virtual reality Panther boys. Uh, I don't know if that means anything or not, but mm. I also did find it funny. We were complaining on the Friday free for all about how the Panther had green eyes in the original, yeah. uh, but they changed them back to blue. So did I'm they? telling you, man, they're listening they, they, to us. Yeah, they're listening to us. Um, also, but I think part of the reason why the uh the crowd was so ruckus today and again maybe this is maybe we live on twitter too much but i feel like this whole thing with the keep pounding and getting fans involved like they even mentioned keep pounding on the on the broadcast today i don't know if anybody caught that um but yeah i don't know if maybe that whole discussion played into it maybe panther fans are tired of hearing that they're wine and cheese fans I don't know, but you could hear on the broadcast that the bank was rocking. Fans were loud. Um, we need this more, man. We need this continued home advantage. Uh, and listen, it's not like we haven't had it before, but we just have to build on it, man. We need a ruckus crowd. And this kind of team winning these kinds of divisional games, hey, that, that'll do the trick, Tony Dunn. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, the number is 252-228-5098. Let me download the next call. I'm running behind. I was I was mesmerized by that dang panther. Uh, jumping and while leaping you're, around it. While you're doing that, I think we could probably talk about Thursday night. Uh, we won't be facing Tyrod Taylor. So yeah. he is out. How crazy would it be if they signed Cam Newton between now and Thursday? And started if they Thursday did, there's no chance Cam he's Newton. starting. There's oh, no know. chance in the world that he's starting Thursday. Oh, because he's got the he doesn't have the vaccine, so he has to do like a five day exactly yeah quarantine or something. because because he's not on a roster or something like that. But what about Deshaun Watson? Is he not going to play at all? Is he sitting out? Yeah, they're they've already pretty much confirmed he was, he's out for the year. Like they're not going to play him. On, he was trending on Twitter about how look what this team is, you know, without Deshaun. And it, like today they lost to the Browns, but the the Texans have looked better than what most people predicted them to look like. So people are saying, well, damn, if they had Deshaun, what kind of team would they have right now? But I don't know. Deshaun's not going to play. We're not, I mean, that's, you know, we're not having to prepare for Deshaun Watson. We're having to prepare for a quarterback that we've never 
seen before play NFL football. Uh, but he's on their roster, though, right? Yeah, like they're paying him. Yeah, he's not even getting fined. No, I don't think. I don't think he's getting paid. You only get paid. They're making him inactive. He's not. He's not refusing to play. Like the the Texans right now are refusing to play him. No, so, so is he still getting paid? No, that's not right. Okay, he's I think it's both. But he's here's the difference. He's showing up, mm-hmm. and he's actually he has shown up to every practice, to every workout, yeah. to all of that. He has participated okay. in everything he's he needs to do. Not now or do not. Yeah, be but that, that, not, but all of that means is that he's just not taking the fine. Because if he was doing correct. all that stuff, he would be getting fined for it. So yeah, he's not losing the game check. It's like the best deal you could have. He, yeah, like yeah. His, but the whole point means, of a Cody, sitting out is you used to have to take a financial loss usually. And he's not what that means that. is that the Texans are making him inactive, are sitting him. Like that is that is not this. I mean, even though he may have like if he were being told that he was going to have to go into the game, he may say, "I'm not going to play for you guys." He may make that decision, but right now, technically speaking, the Texans are making that decision, not Deshaun Watson. Yeah, they're like both on the same page, strangely. Right. They're only only making that decision because Deshaun doesn't want to play. Like they obviously want Deshaun to be their starter, but yeah. Well then they should say he has to start and save their money. That's what I would do. Yeah, he he basically gets to play football all week, Monday through Friday, no, just, yeah, work work out all he day. Just gets get to hang around and get paid forty six million dollars or whatever it is, one hundred forty wow. million dollars. Like it, wow. it's awesome, sweet deal, a good deal. Yeah, uh, Le'Veon Bell's over there going, man, why couldn't I have done that? Hey, he fell <laughs> hard after he tried to make his stand. So that's all it. right, next go. What up, y'all? Mike Veazey tuning in from Madison, Wisconsin. God damn it, these Panthers look really fucking good, man. Yeah, I'm fucking boy. ready for. Yeah, I'm really it, optimistic about this year. Sam Darnold is looking real good. This defense is looking legit. Oh my god! I damn near can my pants. The last that fucking last safety <laughs> horn fucking interception. Oh my god! Hey, We're looking good. Boy. You know what? I'm optimistic. I'm optimistic. Uh, fucking perfect, perfect, perfect. Row, row, row. Let's get it. Let's go. My man. Yeah, it is. It's an exciting day. Um, that defense gives you is is like breathe life into this team, and I think it's made the offense, which has been fine in a way right it's not been fantastic but it has been i i mean i think it's been more potent than it was last year let's just put it that way i think that well we haven't capitalized we still have you know we're not getting the red zone as much it's not perfect yet but i think we are more dynamic this year than we were last year with sam darnold he's playing um about as well as you could have hoped for. Like, what really more were you, if you were the one of the more optimistic people about Sam Darnold getting, being like a working here in Carolina? I mean, I don't think, I mean, I, I, this is it. It's working. It's actually working. I mean, like, what else yeah. do you really want? Mm-hmm. I mean, I, yeah. I mean, I know, like, I want him to be the next Aaron Rodgers or something like that down the road but at this point he's not turning he's had one bonehead play that shovel pass today good god what that was just an idiotic move yeah um, you saw he shovel. almost did that last week too when he was getting a sack you could see it in his mind like i gotta do yeah. and you're like you don't need to just take the well just take the sack you know but he's it, he's it's working what else do we need we put up what did we put up today 20 24, 26, 26. Yeah, 26. Not bad. Points. No, not bad at all, man. I, I mean, 
uh, look, Sam, and then there was even some some missed throws in the Jets game and, and today. Uh, but I, I continue to see them building upon their previous performance. Looked good against uh, Pittsburgh in the preseason, then looked a little better versus the Jets, and then looked even better versus the Saints, man. Mm-hmm. Um, this is also going to be another test in this Houston defensive backfield because they didn't really do a whole lot to improve over the course of the offseason in their defensive backfield. So, again, that's another big opportunity for Sam Darnold to continue to play well. And, you know, something else that we have to mention, too, it's kind of it was a big time gamble for the Panthers to trade for Sam Darnold instead of, you know, either drafting Justin Fields or whatever, which is something a lot of Panther fans wanted to do. But they said, no, we're, we're going to try and take a gamble on this quarterback that was in a terrible situation. And it really does make you wonder, like, how would Sam have been if he had this kind of offense around him from the jump, you know? We might not have ever been talking about Sam seeing ghosts or, or whatever. So uh, Sam is in the perfect situation to further his development. Um, we just have to continue to build this offensive line. All right, 252-228-5098. Next call. What's up, C3 Podcast? It's from DMC Lovato. I'm What's so up, bro? fucking hyped, dude. This defense is fucking real. This team is fucking Let's real. Go. We just beat a team that's not bad, all right? I'm so fucking happy with – I'm going to say both sides of the ball. I'm so fucking happy with this defense. I don't even have to explain the defense. The offense, I love what Sam Darnold is doing. The thing I love the most about him is I've seen Christian McCaffrey open on about three or four checkdowns this game, and Sam Darnold decides to throw it deep downfield and complete passes. I love that. I love that he just doesn't decide to take the check down. That's amazing. Joe Brady, the play calling was great besides the third quarter. His offense has some tempo in the first half. And if we can continue this, our defense is going to play lights out. And we just got to hope for a few touchdowns on offense and we can be a serious fucking team, dude. I'm so fucking happy right now. <laughs> Woo! Oh my God. Oh. Sam Darnold's looking like a franchise QB, boys. I know we, I know it's a little early to say, but I don't give a fuck. I'm going to speak my piece now. Sam Darnold's a franchise quarterback, baby. We got one. I'm not saying he's elite yet, but I'm saying he is more than serviceable. And I am extremely, extremely hopeful for this season. Did you guys see Teddy Bridgewater's stat line today? Holy what was hell. it? He went uh, 26 for 34, 328 yards and two touchdowns. Good Lord. <laughs> Teddy. I wonder maybe, what is maybe he just... Had. He just needed a change of scenery. You got to keep in mind who he was facing, guys. Who was he facing? Yeah, he was the Jacksonville Jaguars. Ah, uh, okay. Okay. Well, he's played two. They have the easiest schedule in the world, man. Yeah. The Broncos. Yeah. They played the Giants, which those guys are so bad. They lost. Did you guys talk? I'm sure you talked about on that on the Friday free for all. The that Thursday was it? The Thursday, Thursday night, night against yeah. the Redskins. Oh my yeah. goodness. Um. What a back-and-forth, back-and-forth uh, game that was. But the Giants just didn't want to win that game. They, like, refused. It's crazy. Do, do y'all know what the best part – well, not the best part. One of the best parts about the Panthers playing like this and having games like this, the cat calls are great. It's so yeah, fun to listen are, to the cat They're more calls. fun. They're more yeah. fun. Let's go to the next call. 
It's run DMC the fucking bottle. Let's fucking go! <laughs> See? Oh! <laughs> Dixie Horn told Phil Snow last week. My bad. I'll get you one. I let one on Corey Davis. He just fucking got one. Defensive Rookie of the Year campaign has just fucking started, baby. We got a fucking lockdown corner. Ooh, Let's go! Help be optimistic. Fuck people who aren't optimistic, honestly. This is this fucking defense is elite as fuck, boy. Oh my god, we got pass rushers, <laughs> we got great defensive linemen, defensive tackles. Our defensive tackles playing great. Bravion Royce playing fucking great. Daquan Jones, everybody playing fucking great. Even Shaq looking yes, like sir. a fucking beast. There's no complaints. Oh my god, fuck's sake. <laughs> Let's keep going. Let's go. Let's go. What it do, C3? It's your boy, Mike. Mike. A.K.A. Supreme Leader. Hope you guys are doing well on this fine Sunday. We are. Uh, the winner's circle. It's approximately 4.04 on my clock. The game's not over yet. But, Tony, you might want to uh, turn the volume down on my call a little bit. Because C3 Nation needs to stand the fuck up <laughs> and think about this beatdown that we just put on the eighth. I told y'all not to be scared. The yeah. Winston trash. That defense trash. Our team, not trash. Not trash. Stand the fuck up, C3 Nation. Let's go. Oh, my God. Oh, Mama Dunn, I hope you're not listening. I'm sorry. I might cut you out. I'm speechless. I'm speechless. Cody? Cody, you called it. Let's go. You motherfucking called it. Let's go. Fucking this team was either going to be Straight dookie water, or, the or they shit. were going to be a young and upstart monster beater. Nightmare fuel. And we just beat the fuck out of those fucking things. Look, I, I, I love it. I couldn't even watch the game because I, I work on Sundays delivering these Amazon trailers, but I was listening to the broadcast. Hey, shout out to Mick Mixon, you know, last year. C3! Who that? Because I don't know who Read that, that is. Read That's that. Call. One good Read time. That. Everybody in the chat, you hit that like button. You hit that share button. You hit that bell button. Hit the, all the motherfucking buttons. Yeah, there we right go. Right now, I need everybody to drop a fucking key pounding. Key. On this sorry ass team. Stop it. You heard the man. To the side. You heard the man. If you're in this boys. chat room, you know what to put in the chat room. Let's go. Keep pounding. Man, he really hit I his stride it, in man. that card. Call man. It, man. Yeah. Woo. Love that energy, man. That's what we need right now. Can we get you doing the uh can we get you doing the huddle uh the, the pre-game uh pre-game speeches, please? <laughs> I know. Look, Supreme leader, man. man. Thanks for your support, man. That call was tremendous. And he dropped a four ninety nine love bomb on us, boys. Let He's me get a mood. loud and proud keep pounding, pounding. Baby, let's go. I love it. 
Mm-hmm. Man, I fucking love it. Shout out to Mike, man. That's the type of shit we like, man. We need that, man. We need it so bad. All right, we're ready. Let's look. Let's run DMC back they again. Have no receivers, man. Like their offense, they have a they have an offensive line, and they have Alvin Kamara. And Jameis Winston looks like the old Jameis Winston this game, uh, throwing deep balls and just. He's just throwing it up there, hoping for someone to catch that shit, and there's no fucking chance. Like, he looks like his old self. I am not afraid of the Saints offense at all. Their defense is still pretty good, but that offense is not looking great. So, uh, what do you guys think about the Saints this year? I don't think they're going to be much. You know, they're right now, they're just so injury-ridden. Right? You know, it's just tough. The NFL is really so really decided by injuries at a lot on a, at one at some point you know i mean is um it's who can get through them who stays healthy and look in 2015 we stayed healthy we relatively stayed healthy yep. and then i think we lost uh whoever went down then we went and traded for jared <laughs> allen or something like that that year but we didn't have a, a ton of injuries and so that yeah. is going to um right now the saints are a mess in that case, right? I mean, did you see that graphic they put up of like it was like twelve people out? Yeah. Well, you know, I said last week they were a good measuring stick team. I think that now what we're looking at is they may be a good trap game team. You know, where they can beat anybody in the league. I think if they're play, they're hitting on all cylinders, but they're just not there. So they right. have the possibility to win every game, but I'm very doubtful they will. Uh, from here on out. Um. So yeah. Like I said, trap game team. Man, these hey, guys are all over it in the chat room. Thank you so much, man. I appreciate the, yeah, the love hey, and the support. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, Kyger with the $5 and the super sticker. Man, hey, we love it. We appreciate everybody donating. And we I never think asked, that he's always appreciated. I think he said he was struggling with COVID right now. So I uh, hope you feel yeah. better, man. Yeah. Stay, stay hydrated. Yeah. Hopefully, uh, Hopefully this uh, Big Panthers W against the New Orleans Saints makes you feel a little bit better. Yeah, um, definitely, definitely get well, brother. Uh, yeah, hey, the it, it's a good day if the Saints have lost to the Panthers, and that's what today is. All right, next call. Trendy and Lovato again. Last call. I just want to say that this I'm not afraid of the Saints after this game at all. I don't think they're going to be anything this season. As, I mean, our defense played lights out, but partial, partially from that, they have no receivers. They have no weapons that's not Alvin Kamara. They have nothing. Like, they were getting no separation, which, you know, I'm going to compliment our defense for that, but also I'm going to call a state a state and say they have no receivers, man. Like, their offense, they have, a, they have an offensive line and they have Alvin Kamara. And Jameis Winston looks like the old Jameis Winston this game. Uh, throwing deep balls, and just he's just throwing it up there, hoping for someone to catch that shit, and <laughs> there's no fucking chance. Like, he looks like his old self. I am not afraid of the Saints offense at all. Their defense is still pretty good, but that offense is not looking great. So uh, what do you guys think about the Saints this year? I don't think they're going to be much. Well, I think the conversation should almost shift uh, a little to, do we have a chance to win this division? Right. And, oh, yeah. um, 
you know, I mean, the Bucks obviously need to be the favorite to win the division. They're winning and they're, you know, they're the champs. There's no reason to, but today demonstrate we could compete for second place in the division, obviously, right? We had all kind of thought that we were a dark horse second place team in this division. But right now we're two and zero. I think the Bucks are going to be three and no. Do they? Have, no. What are they? They've only they've won every game they've played. They, they've only had yeah, one. They're in their two, second yeah. game now. They're right now playing okay. the Falcons. They're winning fourteen to seven. Yeah, they're going to beat Atlanta. And 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 listen, even if they don't, that's just if I already put on Twitter, I think the Panthers are the best team. In the NFC South, I don't give a damn if anyone disagrees or not. They can they can say the Tampa Bay sucking ears all the fuck they want. No one has this kind of defense, man. And everybody's looking at Tom Brady. Everybody's looking at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Good. Let everybody sleep on us even further, man. Let them say, "Well, let's- oh, the Panthers only won." Because the Saints were missing half their football team. Let them keep talking all that bullshit and let them sleep on us some more. And the Panthers are about to slap everyone across their mouth for the blatant disrespect. Let's be real about something real quick. Like, even if you want to talk about like the more I think about it, the more I'm looking at the, the Bucks and I'm like, these guys are beatable. Because let's also keep in mind the, the Cowboys almost beat them in their defense, right? And yeah. Right, like let's be honest, the, the defense the, right now—they're only up fourteen-seven. It's not like they're dogging on this horrible off this horrible defense of the of the Falcons. And the fact is, the the defense of the Cowboys is not good. Like it wasn't, and they were able to like. Luckily, they were able to kind of hold in there. But I mean, the thing that's that's insane to me, uh, and the more I think about it, is like Drew Brees or not Drew Brees, uh, Tom Brady has had barely any pressure on him. And it has a lot to do with. Let's look at the Dallas Cowboys. Who are who's who's rushing on the Dallas Cowboys uh, defensive line other than Demarcus Lawrence? You know, like yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't know. I'm actually watching them right now. I haven't. Uh, I just turned the game on. How does the the Chargers? How do they have 11 points? Uh, They're coming back. Justin yeah. Herbert on that last drive went like. How do you even get 11 points 11 for something for something crazy like that? By the way, real quick, shout out to Austin GT. Smoking on that sense pack, baby. You already know. Light them up, spark them up, baby. Uh, <laughs> and then shout out to Maris Kiger uh, for another five dollars. We certainly appreciate the love to everybody donating. We never ask, but it's always appreciated. Thank you so much for the support. The number is 252-228-5098. I'd love to see all those eyeballs uh, up in that corner of the screen saying we got a bunch of viewers. YouTube is the place, obviously. That's where the chat is killing it. But thank you uh, for people on Periscope and Facebook as well. Smash the thumbs uh, thumbs up button. Um, Subscribe to the show. Tell a friend. It's like phone a friend about the podcast and tell them that we've been doing this for nine years, homie. We got the post game. We got the Tuesday night show at nine o'clock. And we are meeting too with beat writers every week uh, from both the Panthers and the Saints. I mean, and, and, and our opponents. This past week was the Saints. This week, um, I got to find a Texans guy. That's what I got to start working on, like pronto. But uh, Josh Klein this week um, from the Riot Report, Wednesday night. And um, next week, Nick Carboni. So uh, good luck. Good guest lineup coming. We appreciate y'all's support. Uh, find us on uh, TuneIn, Stitcher, iTunes, wherever you get your podcasts as well. Let's keep rolling through these calls. 
Yeah, this is uh, Mr. Froth out of Swansboro. I'm going to tell you what, boys, I think we got us a little team here. Our defense is for yeah. real. Uh, I, I, it's going to be a good year when it comes to that. Now, Sammy D throwing for 300 today. I did appreciate that. I wish he'd clean up his little sloppy play. But we'll see. I think the, guy, I think the coaching staff will get him right. Uh, special teams, a little sloppy. I think we need to tighten it up. I got faith in them. Looks like, uh, looks like, like I said, looks like we got a hell of a team, boys. I hope we can keep it up. Keep pounding. I feel like Chase Blackburn is going to have to tighten up a little bit. We've had two, oh, we've yeah. had some mental errors on the special teams. And uh, he was able to win that job. Uh, like he interviewed for the special teams job because he was formerly with Ron Rivera's staff. And he's the only person that I think that Matt Rule has kept kind of over from that that era, right? Uh, but I, I need this special teams uh, to play a little bit tighter. It's a, it's an important phase of the football game. And I'm not just talking about kicking. I'm talking – and I got to tell you, this guy, this Erickson dude, he or whatever his name is, he cannot return. But he's not – he's like no threat to return a punt. But he had a good heads oh, up no. play at least. Yeah, he mm-hmm. like he he made a big time play there. Yeah. You know, had, in that, that, uh, that could have changed the whole game if the ball had been. Which play are you referring to? There, it was uh, it, uh, the ball came off of one of the uh, one of our uh, one of the Panthers players. It hit the foot of uh, one of our Panthers players, and uh, and that made it was a live ball. And he was uh, he had right. the heads up play because he was going to let it go because it was going to go. Uh, it was a very short kick. Like for whatever reason, uh, Morstead was not on it. I think he's still punting for these guys. Um, and uh, he was not on it. He wasn't kicking very well. Uh, and that ball was, you know, really short. Our defender, you know, touched it, and uh, he was able to jump on it in a very, very, like I said, heads-up play. So Yeah, yeah, that could have changed it, turned the whole game around, because I think that was, what, late second quarter? We were only up by uh, 14, I think, at that point in time, and mm-hmm. um, and they would have got the ball on, like, the 10-yard line. So it, it could have changed the whole game up. My Hulu, uh, so I got Hulu TV, and my mess kept crashing today. Like, so I missed – you know, significant time of the game. I ended up having to watch it on my phone at the end. Then, but it's, oh, I think really? it's because I think they're fighting. Well, it's just because I got the fire sticks too. You know, yeah, that's what and I've been I, using. I've been using Fubo TV. Yeah, I, I just feel like Amazon and these guys secretly fight with each other, right? And because they want their business. So, like, uh, didn't you just hear? And, and I'm sorry, this is just off topic, but uh, HBO Max is giving a deal right now, fifty percent. Mm-hmm. To customer because they're pulling out of Amazon, the Amazon channels or whatever. So I think there's a secret war, uh, like yeah. a shadow war of, of, in these apps that they don't like to work well together. All right, two five two 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 eight fifty nine eight. What you guys say? What you guys say? No, but just that I'm an idiot. Of course, on the day that I sit Mike Evans in fantasy, he fucking goes crazy today for over a mm-hmm. hundred forty something points. So already. I'm just- Hey, hey, you know what, dude? The Panthers have me in such a good mood. I don't give a damn, bro. Keep pounding. Let's move on. My podcast brothers, how y'all doing? What's y'all up, know G? this is G Cavassier. Man, G? what a damn game. Boy, if that damn game wasn't there, wasn't a fucking statement to the NFL, is that that's not a damn statement. Y'all look at the internet. Everybody's saying the Saints is going to beat the Panthers. The Saints is going to beat Carolina. Da 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 da. Look what happened. We beat the motherfuckers by 19 points, man. Yeah. Beat them by 19.
15 points. And I don't want to hear no Saints fans saying, we had Lattimore, we listened to 10 people, da, 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 da. No one gives a fuck. Right. This is the NFL. Because you know what? If that was us, that was missing 10 people, and we got beat by 19, we would never hear the end of it. Hey, man, I'm going to give a game ball. I'm going to give two game balls. One to the damn defense, and the other is DJ Moore. Did you see that motherfucker balled out there? Yeah. And I don't give a damn what nobody say. Sam Donald was my damn quarterback. He looked pretty damn good. I mean, he had that one interception. That was some bullshit, you know, but our defense was good as shit. <clears throat> and I'm going to eat crow right now. Last year I said, <clears throat> get rid of Phil Snow. I didn't like Phil Snow's defense. I don't know what the hell he did in an offseason. Maybe because he added Hassan Riddick or some other players. He heard our defense him, was dude. fucking legit. Three sacks, two interceptions. We went by 19. I'll take that shit, man. Give me your thoughts on that, y'all. Keep pounding me. Look at this. Mark uh, says that one guy I saw pick the Panthers was Colin Cowherd. But he also <laughs> likes Sam Darnold. I yeah. think that yeah. uh, he's going to – and I don't dislike – I him. like Colin Cowherd. I ain't going to lie. He's it's, it's yeah. entertaining. He's entertaining. I mean, he, it, they have to be takey, hot takey right. at that level. Um, going back to Phil Snow, though, in this defense, last year, G, I think this is that – not only was he learning how to coach him up in the NFL, right, is like what he was going against. It was his first kind of full-time rodeo as a defensive coordinator in the, at the NFL level. But we really did not have the pieces. And think about it, we drafted seven defensive players last year. You know, like, I mean, yeah. that was clear. And we started four rookies. Yeah, right? you know, I mean that three. Let's just say we ain't seen the three three five this year. Isn't that <laughs> no, what everybody got mad about every yeah. time? Uh, we ain't seen that one, but I think it's like he's like, thank God, because we can actually rush the pass. You know, we didn't yeah, get our they, first until week three last year. Well, I think it's a testament to how much better we are in coverage. Like mm-hmm. we didn't have to drop everybody back in coverage. To defend against the pass. And I, I said that last year. I think even after Jay Cavassier called in with criticism of Snow, is that last year he had to run the only alignments that his roster would let him run. And that wasn't the true look of what we're going to be on defense. Now you're starting to see what it looks like, man. We have a nasty pass rush. We're mainly a four-man rush. We're well-timed with the blitzes. And, and our coverage is shutting shit down, man. J.C. Horn. Yeah, hey, look, shout out to um, uh, Mason Saley. Coverage sacks, man. That's it. When there's mm-hmm. nowhere to throw the football, dude, your pass rush is going to get home. Deontay or, uh, uh, Brown, Derek Brown doesn't need that much time. Hassan Reddick doesn't need that much time. Brian Burns doesn't need that much time. Even Daquan Jones, man, like, Everyone's getting in on the action, and this defense is getting better and better, man. It's right. nightmare fuel. Nightmare fuel, I tell you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, here's the thing is I know you talk – we want to talk about, you know, uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers being the number one team in the NFC South. I think right now they're looking at the Panthers' defense and almost trembling because we're going to be playing them late in the season. Uh, Tom Brady is already going to be a little bit exhausted by that point. Let's be honest about what's going to happen um, with it being a 17-game season. Uh, and our defense is going to be just rolling over people. I'm hoping that continues because I think right now, I think there's no question about it. This is uh, a top three defense in the NFL currently. 
Without it is doubt. just harass, harass, harass the the quarterback. Like and underratedly so. Underrated. Yeah. Like here's the thing with Phil Snow. Like if you watch this, like the play calling, like how often his creative blitzes were getting home is just unreal. And when you have these guys uh, with the ability to play man on man with not having with being able to bring more people on on those blitzes, it's just un like. They're overloading those one sides, and it's just impossible to block that. And uh, and then like I, I think 100% we have incredible talent, but I think right now the biggest person you need to credit for what this defense is doing is Phil Snow. And there's there is zero doubt in my mind without him or with a you know with a, a Washington uh, led defense like we had in previous years, this would not even be close with this with, with even with the same roster wouldn't even be close to doing what it's doing now without Phil Snow. You know, we haven't heard uh, bad bad names either. Like, uh, I, th- I thought I was going to have to listen to Cody Lashley bash uh, Justin Burris all season. Haven't had that. Haven't had to hear any of that. Um, I, I, I've yeah. been impressed with Burris even. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, and as uh, Kieran brought up, is we're adding a pro bowler to this defense yeah. next week. Yes. AJ Bouye, well, like, and who, uh, Bouye, AJ yeah. Bouye, who we brought in to play nickel. Which was, I mean, this was the guy, the reason we went and recruited him, or mm-hmm. not recruited, went and signed him in free agency. Miles, was it Miles Hartsfield? Hart, Hatsfield? Yep. Hartsfield, yeah. Who suffered the injury. He's going to be out like 12. He has to have surgery on his wrist. So he's going to be out. But he earned that job in the meantime, right? Because Bouye has been, I guess, suspended and maybe dinged up too. But we're adding a part to this, mm-hmm. right? So that's going to be cool, man. It's only going to get better. Yeah, our our Maybe. defensive backfield is so good right now with coverage that we're able to send uh, DBs on the blitz, and they're getting there clean, and we still have great coverage on the other end. Even sending a DB on a blitz is crazy. It's, it's Dude, insane. Look, to see. Look, look at the boom that Brian Burns puts on Jameis Winston right there, man. Just a completely unblocked. But even still, man, they, they met up at the quarterback. There were three Panthers mm-hmm. around Jameis Winston, man. Yeah, he's dude, getting stacked. <laughs> dude, this defense is is nightmare fuel. It's the stuff of legends right now. We have to continue on uh, with this incredible performances that we've been giving. Hey, listen, right now we have more thumbs up than we even have watchers. So I can't give sub- uh, subscribers shame. But what I can ask you to do is subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. We're on the road to 3,000 subscribers, y'all. We're driving. We're moving. We need your help in doing so. We appreciate it. Hey, tell a friend, man. If you have some Panther friends that, that need some place to hang out, this is the place to do it, man. Let them know. Uh, hit the like button if you haven't already. Yeah, man, you already know. I'm so pissed. I sat Henry Ruggs today. He had 113 uh, yards and I, a I touchdown. Yeah. All right. Uh, last call uh, that I got queued up. What's going on, fellas? Corey oh. calling in. Just wanted to get my post game takes, man. Um, feeling a lot better this week than I did last week, man. Fucking dominated the Saints. Um, it's what we love to see, man. It's what, it's what everybody loves to see. James Winston is going to be James Winston. But, but just to talk about the Panthers, man. First and foremost is fucking defense. They are fast. They are hungry. They got confidence. They got swag. And most importantly, man, these guys are young, man. Like, 
when you talk about fucking Brian Burns, Derek Brown, Hassan Reddick, J.C. Horn, Dante Jackson, Jeremy Chin, all like entering their prime at the same time. Like this could be a scary defense for a long time. So like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm that's a great this. point. J.C. getting his first pick after dropping the other one. That shit, that shit was lit. Um, holding Kamara to pretty much nothing. Uh, Brian Burns flying all around the field. Like this guy has a motor like that superstars are made out of. Man, these. He's 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 gonna be a pro bowler this year for sure. He's gonna be putting the rest of the NFL on notice. We know how good he is, but the rest of the league is about to know how good this motherfucker is for real. Mm-hmm. Um Sam, I'm, I was really impressed with Sam today, man. He he looked accurate. He looked real, real accurate. There was some throws. I was like like even the one um I believe it was early in the fourth quarter, it was an incomplete pass to DJ where Marcus yeah. Williams made a, a great play on the ball, but he he threaded the needle. DJ was double covered and he threaded it on the out to DJ and, and it was almost a, a amazing ass completion. But um, Sam had some real good throws, looked real confident out there. He had that one obviously play where he threw it to the D lineman. We got to cut those shit out. But I mean, other than that, I don't want to be too nitpicky on him. Um, I feel like, you know, I, I'm gonna go ahead and say I don't, I don't care how good Justin Fields is. He's he's probably gonna be great, man. But I'm happy with how we handled our offseason because Sam Darnold is he's good enough to lead this team. He's good enough to take this team where it needs to go. Um, yep. If anything, I feel like a lot of people were scared that he was going to be the hindrance. He was going to be the guy that kind of, you know, held his team back. But he definitely has the talent. He has the wherewithal. He has the the just the physical ability to take this team where it needs to go, especially with all the offensive weapons we have. So keeping that number eight pick, picking up JC with it, and finding what looks to be our our quarterback for for the the foreseeable future. Um, I love the way we handle that shit. So, um, great team win. Only thing I can really say, other than that one drive um, in the second half, the offense did look to stall out a little bit in the second half, kind of like how we did in week one. Um, I don't know if, you know, I don't really know who to blame. I don't know if Brady is kind of, I don't know if he's not that guy. I don't know if he's being kind of conservative because he knows how shitty this offensive line is. But, um, I don't want to be too nitpicky, man, but I just I, I kind of want to see a little. Um, thanks for the call. A lot of good points there. I, I do want to focus on Joe Brady and the offense momentarily is uh, one thing and connect it to Sam Darnold. Right. His new quarterback um, comes in. I think that the offense has looked organized. And what I mean by that is I don't feel like we've had a bunch of alignment problems, communication issues. Yeah. And one thing that was problematic last year for this team was getting the plays in time. Like, get you know, it was like it seemed like we were always running up against the play clock. And now I, I don't feel like it just feels like it's actually running pretty smooth and that Sam Darnold is commanding that offense pretty well. The only thing I'll say is that they have a real trust in the guys that we don't, and it's that interior. I, the only legit criticism that I had of Joe Brady is I felt like too many times they were just willing to run the football through the A-gaps and, and just try and try and push up field, and there was a few times when that wasn't really working. Um, but really, that's the only criticism I, I have. I, I think when they execute – Joe Brady looks fine. It's just when these stupid little things go wrong um, that we are really extra hard on Joe Brady. I mean, even going back to the Jets, that 
missed same route uh, to Ian Thomas. Um, then there was a miss to Terrace Marshall Jr. Like there's been a bunch of a bunch of good calls that ultimately just didn't get capitalized on. So, I mean, we're we're, we're getting better, man. I, I think you know preseason gives you a false sense of identity in, in terms of who you are, but the the first few games of the year you start to build a real identity and you can put film that you can grow off of. And you can understand what went wrong and how you can make and it And what better. you do well. What you do well. Yeah. And, um, I, yeah, I don't think this is that. I, I don't – when when people say that a play call, um, like it's – I haven't had a problem with this game calling. I haven't felt like the plays have been stale or – I don't need these gimmick plays to be um, excited by it. It's more of uh, are we getting in a rhythm – and I feel like that the offense was better this week than it was last week against the Jets. So we are the the thing is you're right that interior offensive line is a weakness, and it comes down to I think you see it most in run blocking. Yeah, I really do. I don't think we run the ball well. It's again, I think it's just because we have a, the greatest running back in the NFL and Christian McCaffrey. We, and listen, thoughts, did man. he not did he not prove that today, man? I mean, Christian McCaffrey, he gives so much of an extra effort. Uh, like he's, he's special, he's never, dude. Yeah, that special. last that last touchdown where, where DJ just or where Christian just bowled his way into the end zone. Man, he really is a a special player. And by the way, I wanted to shout out Mark Lewin for his first Panther podcast. So I appreciate you joining us, man. But also, he made a point earlier that uh, our Madden simulations. They've been correct two weeks in a row, CK. Maybe oh, wow. Not, may, maybe not in the amount of points that, that gets put up right. all the time, but hey, the Panthers had us going, or the Madden Sim had us going 2-0, and and we're 2-0 and right now, baby. Mm-hmm. So, hey, man, look out for those uh, for those Madden simulations dropping on the channel. Yeah. And you might get a look into the future. We're going to have what those you- coming out earlier, by the way. Um Right now, so especially tomorrow for uh, for the fact that we're gonna have a Thursday night uh, game, we're gonna have that out hopefully tomorrow night. Um, so you guys will have that. Um, and to Tony's point, I think we do need to get it out earlier in the week instead of trying to race against the weekend. Um, and so I think we're gonna try to get it out on a regular Thursday night, so you guys have a good three or four days to try to watch it before the game actually even hits. Um, but uh, yeah, be looking out for that tomorrow night. The um... What do you guys think about Chuba Hubbard? I'm, I mean, I'm listen, underwhelmed Chris, by him. No, listen, yeah, listen. Same. Christian McCaffrey, mm-hmm. Christian McCaffrey wasn't even running well behind this line. It's true. Like, I mean, you can't like right now. You have you have a horrible, horrible sample size, and this is going against. And he was running a lot of times and run only like run run expected mm-hmm. plays to where the defense was really planning for him to get the ball. I don't think that there's much you can hold against him when there was zero holes for him to pop through. Luckily, there was one time he was able to make a, a nice little eight-yard gain, but the biggest run play Christian McCaffrey had was 11 yards, and that was on that touchdown run. Yeah, I, I got to say, he looks like a uh, backup rookie running back, and guess yeah. what? That's exactly what he is. So okay. so he's, he's just fine with me. Um, give him some time to get developed. I think you he's going to be a coach- decent running back. The coaching staff mixed him in well today, though. Yeah. Like, yeah. if you guys, all we heard was the complaints 
last week about uh, needing to protect Christian McCaffrey. Uh, this staff, I don't know if it was only because Christian McCaffrey was suffering from those cramps that they are talking about, but it looked like that they were trying to rotate more from the beginning in this game. Like right. they even like, so they're like a concerted effort. Which makes sense. And, like when you think about it, we're literally on a four day turnaround before Thursday night. So, I mean, limit his touches today, especially if we're doing well on other things. And, uh, and then, you know, that way we don't have as much of a recovery time for him, but I still think we, we used him entirely too much there as the, as the game continued to go on, especially considering he had cramps. I, I don't know if it was necessary to bring him back in. Thankful he did get that touchdown, though. I think I got to start to love Chuba now. To love him? Yeah, I got oh, to. If Cameron he's got Art- Cameron Artis pain vibes, that's my dude. Yeah, you better start, <laughs> you better start loving him, man. Uh, he is Canadian, so, uh, you know, that's just a fun He's getting used to the rules. No, uh, I think it's fair to say that even on the plays where the offensive line did block well. I've kind of been underwhelmed with him. Yeah, he he really struggles in in receiving. Uh, he's not a good receiver. It's something that. He guess really who is? Well, yeah, Christian McCaffrey is the best. Did you see that player. catch he made today? Bro, yeah. oh, he yeah. grabbed that out of air. I thought it was going to be an incompletion. It was like it. on the ground almost, and he picked it like it was. He's like got better hands than anybody on the damn. He's like got to be on the hands team. Christian McCaffrey could literally play wide receiver only and be a top five wide receiver. He can play running back and be a top three running back. Like there's not many people in the league that can do that. It's amazing. He's incredible. I mean, and uh, the only other one that I think could do that was on the other side of the field today, getting shut down, shut down. Like it wasn't even, it wasn't even close. It wasn't even close. If you wanted to make the prediction that Jameis Winston wasn't going to have a good day throwing the football, fine. But I think most people, especially in the media that predicted this game, thought that the Saints were going to be able to run up and down the football field on us, especially mm-hmm. with Alvin Kamara and their big-time offensive line. And listen, I don't want to take away from them. Alvin Kamara is a special running back. Yeah. Oh, and no, he's that, great. That, that means the that, defense that, played really well. That Saints offensive line – is a legitimate offensive line. The Panthers were just better in every single facet today. And I want to give a a continued bit of love to our linebacking core. Because even though we've been critical of them and the depth that we have at that position, I feel like they've been playing fast, flowing to the football, form tackling, not letting guys bounce off them for an extra 10 yards like has been such a problem in the past. Shaq Thompson continues to play well. Jermaine Carter Jr. plays well. I've heard Frankie Luvu's name mentioned a few more times. Yeah, I'm I'm really impressed with this linebacker core. And if it wasn't for those underrated linebackers, we wouldn't have held Alvin Kamara to eight carries and five yards. That's, That's awesome. big time. That's awesome. That's All right, so he only had enormous. eight carries. They didn't try to run the ball then, really. I mean, you got to keep in mind. Did feel like they panicked? I felt like the Saints started to panic. Like they felt, felt like they got right. punched in the face and were kind of dazed because I think that they were cycling Taysom Hill out there. They, I felt like they, they thought they were behind by like 30. Yeah, well, I mean, when they, were, when they were behind by 10, I think they realized this defense was no joke. And when you're behind 10 on this defense – 
I think that it is feels 30. like 30. <laughs> it feels, yeah. Uh, I did feel a panic in, uh, to their game plan. Um, but also another good thing going back to G Cavassier's call, when we were talking about Phil snow last year, one of the giant weaknesses of this team was the inability to stop the run. Right. Uh, like that lost us that game. And, uh, the first game, the Las Vegas game, right. Yeah. Is that a game we should have won was just getting pummeled uh, on the ground. And that's not happened to us this year. No, I mean, it's a small. I mean, the Jets side. didn't have any running backs, but, but we went same, against the damn sure did. We held them to six first downs the first time, or the fewest they've had since 1997. Mm-hmm. That's pretty insane. Yeah, boy. I love that. Say that right again. There. We oh, held yeah. the Saints to a total of six first downs. That's their fewest since October 26th of 1997. Yeah. Yeah. That's an awesome stat right there. That's a better performance, baby. Let's go. If Winston didn't have that one, like, 25-yard pass in, like, their last drive in the fourth quarter, he would have thrown for less than 100 yards. Why is is the game book not up? I wanted to see what was their – let me see if I can – what was their third down? Well, if they only got six – First downs. Oh, what it's got to be garbage. Down? Hold on, let me. I'll tell you. Give me a second. I can't find the game book. The game book should be on NFL.com by now, but it's not here. Um, and I be and, and that's another thing. I need to find this here. I'm gonna go to the next call. I'm gonna find the game book because I do want to look at our our uh, third down conversion rate as well. Yo, what's good? P3 is just Young JDO54. I do want to call in and share my thoughts. Um. I'm gonna start with the negative. Don't got to be smarter with that that interception he threw. I understand trying to make something out of nothing, but you ain't got to play hero ball here. There's so many weapons around, you ain't got to do stuff like that. And I honestly believe that without that turnover, the defense would have pitched the shutout, a clean straight shutout. Yeah, that's a good point. Since I'm talking about the defense, I love the way these dudes jelling, the way they vibing off each other. Uh, that hit Brown had on Wilson last year, that sack last year. The hit that Brown had on Wilson, I think that shit is infectious because Reddick out there trying to murder Will, uh, Winston. <laughs> I saw Burns whiffed on the sack, chase Winston down. It looked like he was trying to break his damn leg. And then when he got a chance to actually sack him, he put every damn thing he had into it. Bro, this defense is hell. This defense is legit. We on way. Hopefully hey, we can keep this momentum going, but we own one right now. Hey, shout hey, out to keep pounding all day, shout every day. Jay, keep man. pounding. He's been a regular on the Friday free for all too, man. Shout out to you, love the call. How all can right. uh, two weeks in a row we teams have let Ryan Burns free rush to the quarterback? Because I mean, When's who they're going to give them the message? This is this is all yeah. Phil Snow, bro. Like who? Like if he didn't. If they didn't have him going, they would have somebody else. I mean, you look at even uh, some of uh, the rushes that people like. We we had one where uh, who was screaming right up the middle. It was like uh, it might have been Burris coming right up the middle, or, or no, yeah, Chin, missed, Chin, right, Chin. Um, it it might have been. Yeah, I know somebody was right up the missed the sack, but they it might have been the interception that Chin was almost in his lap coming untouched. Right. I mean, it's like I think it's a, a testament to Phil Snow. Just so you know, third down efficiency for the Saints was. Two of 11, 18.2%. Um, we didn't do great on offense, and that has a lot more to do with our, our second half, 
you know, coaching and play calling, I feel like. But we were 8 of 15 for 53.3% of our third down efficiency. So not horrible, but not the greatest. Yeah. Yeah, uh, not the greatest, but we did have 28 first downs to their six, right? Um, I think this. Yeah. I think this team is. Did anybody expect them to be the best version of themselves on day one on offense? No. A lot of fans did do. A lot of fans had a lot of unrealistic ideas, both positively and negatively. Like they either wanted the Panthers to be a world beater to start out with, or they thought that we were just going to be absolutely terrible and it would have given them all the ammunition to shed on us even further. But uh, one of the things I've been harping on, even during this podcast that we're doing right now, is building upon your performances. Yep. I, I don't, I don't need you to be perfect against the Jets. I don't need you to be perfect even against the Saints. I need to see that this team is taking continued steps in the right direction in a 17-game season, hopefully more. And that's what they're doing. I feel like our defense stepped up from last week. Our offense stepped up from last week. Now our special teams just needs to shit and get off the pot because right now they're the only part of this team that has really left wanting in a big way. I think there's a feeling that this team is becoming balanced, right? Yeah. Is that it, after a performance, a defensive performance like today, and with all the sacks we got last week, yes, certainly we need to heap praise on the defense. We want to, right? And they deserve it. But I think that the offense uh, has shown enough to where I'm not f afraid that it can't work. Right. It's like Agreed. now it's just, you know, it's like I've seen enough to believe that the parts are there. Um, There's a meme in anime that goes like, this isn't even my final form. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, I'm, a, I'm already so powerful right now. But bitch, you ain't seen nothing yet, man. I got more yeah. power left to give you. And the, the Panthers are not done showing us their final form. I love it. All right. Let's go to the next goal. Hey, yo, Justin Young again. Just wanted to call back and say somebody said it in the chat. The, the entire Panthers organization need to be arrested for assault and battery for what they did to the Saints. <laughs> there There's warrants out for their arrest. All right, uh, I think this is the last call. Fuck sometimes. you, Saints. <laughs> wow. That's wait, awesome. wait, hold up. Is that That's a awesome. That was either a child or a girl. Play that one more time. <laughs> that was I did not see that came. All right, you guys ready? Fuck you, Saints. Hey, can we make that a soundbite? Make that a soundbite for the show? That might be a young, that might be a child girl. Dude, oh my God. I love it, man. Like they oh. got their kid to call in and say. <laughs> That's a great answer. Whatever parent made their child do that, dude, you're the parent of the year. You're the <laughs> best parent that there has ever been, and you're the Panther parent of the year, dude. Fuck the uh, Saints on every day that ends with a Y. I love it. That was great. Fuck Evan's just got another touchdown, by the way. Keep pouting. <laughs> Oh, man, a little cute laugh at the end. Oh, yeah. I love this kid it's, already. They, they felt so bad doing it, but they got permission to anyway. <laughs> yeah. 
All right, uh, let's, uh, oh, we can start to wrap this show up, I think, and we need to give out some game balls, and um, I want to ask oh, you with the final man. question, uh, final question about after two games, what do you think about Matt Rule's team? Is Matt Rule's stock going up in your mind, in your eyes? Is I'm... it still, is it just plateaued or you know staying steady or are you have any concerns it's i have concerns i'll say this right out of the gate matt rule um has already like showed issues with time management of this squad like if this was a closer like if this was a close game at the second at the end of the second half and we had the ball with only no with no timeouts left because we used them all in the first quarter right then we have issues Right. And and luckily we were able to overcome that because our defense was able to play well. And then you start to look at couple that with what we have dealing with with the uh with the kicker situation and everything. There's there's definitely issues, but I think we're start I'm starting to like get back to the point that I was with him, which was like I was believing that he was going to be the guy to get us to that, you know, that getting to the top of the mountain there. And uh we're gonna see. Like I guess that I'm starting to kind of get that faith back, but right now it's it's still kind of you know, one of those situations where I feel like every every player he 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 gives a comment to or gives a a, a a compliment to rather he cuts. I just don't think that's necessary, and honestly, just a problem. And and I, I you know you lose a little bit of trust in the guy like that. Greg, uh, do you want do you want you want to go next on this? I'll I'll go last. Yeah, sure. Uh, stock's definitely going up, man. I'm liking these candlesticks with uh, with Matt Rule right now. You continue to show me this during the season, uh, I'll be happy. You, uh, CK, what you're saying is right. Time management needs to be worked on. It's definitely not perfect, but uh, based on what I've had for the my prior experience with Matt Rule and his decision making, so far things are going pretty well this year. And yes, I'm uh, I don't have a lot of trash to talk right now. Listen, man, I I have always said that Matt Rule and this coaching staff deserves the benefit of the doubt. They did not have a good roster last year, and they were still in a bunch of football games that they had no business being in. Now we have a better roster, and we're we're two and zero, and we stopped the what? What was that crazy stat? The Saints didn't have that few of first down since like since 1997 1997. yeah man and listen we we can't pretend like we don't know the trend everywhere matt rule has been it goes up and up and up he starts out kind of subpar but then it builds and it builds and right now he's looking ahead of the curve normally it was the third year under matt rule's tenure for a head coach that's when his teams really start to become dominant and vie for championships. But this team, at least on defense, looks championship ready right now, man. So listen, my stock is up on Matt rule. It's been quick, a quicker ascension on defense, right? It went from bad, really bad two years ago to all to super young and inexperienced to right now, just really dominant um when it comes to matt rule i think this is you know i was um one thing is the trend the three-year trend i don't even know if we have to apply that we could be expedited a little um because it's the nfl and not college right um that the idea is that like um you know with college you got it's the recruiting process that kind of slows down so you can speed things up like in this case 
bringing in Sam Darnold, Reddick. You know, you can make this go a little bit faster. I was hesitant, though, about this, like, uh, rule being so rah-rah team, like, uh, process, like, every, like, we were all in this together. Like, this idyllic version of the team, right? Because he talks about how, like, it's about, like, team, team. I mean, it's very uh, idealist. And I was a little concerned that in the pro game with this is getting guys to buy, not buy into it, but to be that rah-rah team-oriented. And I think they are, though. Like, I kind of see the – like, how about this? Is uh, the Brian Burns celebration, right, with the Spider-Man? Now everybody's doing it with him. Like, I really feel like this team (laughs) plays as a unit. Like, they're playing as a team. I think they're buying into that preacher talk from them. Look. If, if if you can't believe in yourself, no one has the right to believe in you. Why should anyone believe in you if you don't believe in yourself? And I think that's one of the things that Matt Rule is good at. J.C. Horn is playing like he knows he's the best corner in the game. And so is Brian Burns and Dante Jackson. And we already know Christian McCaffrey does. And from what we've seen from Sam Darnold, Sam's believing that he's pretty damn good too. Hey, man, it, it's a wonder how far a little bit of self-belief will take you. So uh, I'm, I'm all for it. Uh, this has been a, a tremendous start to the Panthers' 2021 campaign. And, yeah, man, you have to give credit where credit's due to Matt Rule and this coaching staff. And they're not without flaws. I still think they have some, uh, some problems uh, evaluating uh, roster spots and putting together the best – form of our offensive line for example and that that doesn't change but overall we're two and oh and we just dominated our division rival so you have to give credit um i feel like i can't wait to uh drop this anytime a saints writer comes in like when next you know a sweet bob rose Right. Oh, yeah. uh, yeah. it, 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 it's so nice, right? It's so nice. And then if it come in, I'm be like, hold on, I got to take this call real quick. <laughs> oh, dang. I, un- oh, I lost it. You see, oh, someone was calling it. in? No, I moved no. the file. And the not it, oh, by, by the way, uh, uh, Tim Estes uh, says that was him that had his daughter call in <laughs> and, and, and say, fuck you, Saints. If that is. If that is indeed the case, Tim, you're a legend, bro. We love you, man. And your daughter, man. Keep pounding. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. So awesome. Oh, um, we got one sneaky call come in. I hope it's another kid. Do you want to do this real quick? Uh, I want to tell you a stat as well. The Panthers held the New Orleans Saints to 128 net yards. That's the lowest ever under Sean Payton. And the lowest, uh, and the lowest in the Saints-Panthers all-time series. And their previous low was 174 and 196. So scoreboard aside, that's the worst we've ever beat them. Yes. Like, well, I mean, I don't know. We might have had a bigger game, but it's definitely the most defensive juggernaut type of game that we've had against them. Yeah. Because I think you say again. (laughs) No, I just wanted to hear it again. It was so Uh, awesome. uh, That needs to. We need to play. That needs to be a tradition. Every time we play the New Orleans Saints, we have to yeah. play that tone. You have get, to yeah. save oh, that. I mean, the end I'm, of every I show. Am, 
Yeah, I mean, it's just like every time a Saint, I can't wait to get a real Saints beat writer, like a legit, you know, and play not, like it for somebody, him. and they'd be like, "Hey, <laughs> and be like, peace, thanks." <laughs> uh, all right, uh, here, somebody's did sneak in a call. Hey guys, it's Joey. Just got what back up, Joey? from this game. Didn't know I was going until yesterday. Nice. Oh, but nice! I had a great time, and uh, I'm just one saying, so happy we beat the Aints. And I was talking with my girlfriend, and she says, "Yeah, we took the S out of them this week, meaning we turned <laughs> the Saints into the Aints." <laughs> and uh, it was great to see Saints fans were very humbled. Uh, they gave my blind ass the seat on the train. Let me sit next to their girlfriend, although that wasn't intentional. But you know, we had a nice talk. She was nice about it. You know. Was wearing like long sleeve shirts, like a lot, like long sleeves in the hot weather. And she told me that, and I was like, oh, well, that's not surprising because that's Saints fans' logic. And she laughed about it. So they understand <laughs> their lane, and they understand that, you know, as far as beating the Panthers at home is concerned, they shouldn't take it for granted anymore. And that defense was lit. The fans were loud. I mean, yeah. I was probably the loudest one, but they were loud, still leaving in too early, in my opinion. That Sweet Caroline should never be played to an empty stadium, and Cody should, Cody would say it should never be played at all. But whatever song that you decide to play after we win shouldn't be played to an empty stadium. But other than that, the fans were great. Had a great time. Glad we beat the Saints. And wow, wow, wow. Yeah, love it, man. And Joey was there feeling the Fuck vibrations you, that stayed there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, love it. Oh, man. Love it, man. Oh. Guys, way to go, uh, Joey, to represent this uh, Panther Nation. I know you, it got loud there today. We appreciate that. Uh, we appreciate all the people in the chat room as well um, and for making this show just as, so fun after mm-hmm. a win. Um, I can't tell you how much that little kid brightened up my day right there. <laughs> um, how about we give out some game balls? Oh, let's, let's do, do it. it. Let's right. do it. Um, I think I'm gonna have to go Zilstra. Ooh, I get that. Right. He was like, close today. I mean, he made Very some big so. plays, and boy, did you see how pumped how pumped the, the he was after he scored that touchdown yes yeah, oh it was man. awesome like that the joy like I, it was like i could feel it uh so good game and i believe that was his first nfl touchdown not 100 yeah. percent sure no yeah. it has to be yeah i i don't remember any other time that zill strip scored a touchdown and maybe it did um oh by the way i don't know if i mentioned this earlier dexter henderson donated five pounds from across the pond. Appreciate you, good sir. I don't know if uh don't know if we said that to you or not. But um keep pounding. Hey, yeah, keep pounding, quite literally. Um hey, listen, my game ball is going to number ninety one, man. Morgan Fox. I mean, listen, if if you're not uh, a name, if you're not a superstar on this team, like a Brian Burns or a, you know, a J- Jeremy Chan or a JC Orn. Whenever a player balls out, we have to give them their opportunity to shine, man. Morgan Fox, I didn't even want him to start. 
I thought Yutur Gross Motto should be a starter over him, which Yutur does get his good amount of snaps in. But, man, Morgan Fox lived in the backfield tonight. He was aggressive. He was disengaging blocks. Um, he was getting a really good push on that offensive line. And, and man, dude, I'm just I'm proud of that guy. Uh, he, he did really well today, and I think he deserves a game ball. Shout out to Morgan Fox. We hope to see more. Uh, you guys, of course, took my two guys I was thinking about, top two on my list there, but that's okay. I'll probably make a list of them. <laughs> but uh, I got to say Phil Snow. Give it to him, man. Right uh, the right the defense the defense is just just clicking on all cylinders all over the field, man. I see Brian Burns all over the place. There wasn't, like I said, I think there's only two plays in the entire game where I didn't see the Panthers within two yards of whatever uh, player had the ball for uh, for the Saints, and uh, it's just amazing, man. It's great to see a good defense. It looked championship level to me. The defense today. Absolutely. I'll go uh, since I mean, I don't think that there was one major, you know, standout. Um, uh, I want to try to at least get the offense involved here. Um, I would say. Mm, I I don't know. DJ, he was good. Don't get me wrong. Mm -hmm. But it was all kind of like even if you look at the highlights from his day, it wasn't like he was making these incredible catches or anything. He was. Like the reality is, if I'm going to do it, give it to anybody, especially off of DJ's performance, it's to Sam Darnold. Those, those like laser beams that he was throwing today, like I think that should get everybody excited about what he is. Mm-hmm. Um, listen, I know he had that one boneheaded play, and we can talk about it and debate same old Darnold all day, every day. But there were so many times he threw a football in such a tight window that he was able to get it into DJ Moore's hands, to get into Christian McCaffrey's hands in stride. I think you got to give this guy some credit, and yeah, he didn't have the greatest second half of the uh, of his uh, of his uh, career, but he had one of the best uh, best you know at least best games we've seen from a Carolina Panthers quarterback in a while. Wow! Yeah, look at my mama in the chat giving twenty dollars. Actually, loves her son. She does. She loves me. Love you too, mama. <laughs> uh, we did get a call about that. So here, uh, keep pounding. Let's uh, yep. check this call real quick because it lends to your. Uh, thoughts, CK. Hey guys, love the podcast. Boy, Sam Darnold, except for that one stupid play where he just threw an, an interception to the defensive tackle. He played terrific today. He managed the game well. He had plenty of zip on his passes. He's rifling it right in there. And he's willing to throw the ball away or take a sack. I think Sam Darnold may very well be the long-term answer if he's surrounded with talent and a good offensive line. I think that Dude. with his defense... And would prove special teams, you know, I think this team's going places. What are your thoughts on the future with Sam Darnold to build around? If he Man. plays like this for another, what, what we got, 15 more games, I'm ready to roll with him. Mm-hmm. Young, yeah. talented, uh, kind of fits into the team identity pretty well you know what i'm saying just kind of even kill i feel like he's just like um if he can not be boneheaded sam darnold i think there's a lot of potential here and i think that ck said it earlier is that then or or cody one of you guys said about comeback player of the year like i mean right. like he could be in that real conversation mm-hmm. we will need to we picked up his fifth year option though already yeah, so that we means we have yeah. him for next year 
And then the question is, when do you start negotiating? Do you do that after this season? Do you feel like that's something you you wait to get through the fifth year option? Um, but right now, I don't expect us to be looking for a quarterback. It doesn't feel like it. But it's only two games. It's only two games. But he really has not done the things that people said he was going to do. No, he hasn't. And you know what? Listen, I shudder to think about what this, what Sam Donald would look like if he has an offensive line that will routinely give him enough time to throw the football. Because, again, we're, we're very ecstatic. We're very happy right now. I think we can all agree that we do have some issues being able to pass protect. Um, if we're able to fix that and shore that up, dude, Sam Darnold could be as good as he wants to be, man. Yeah. We have all the weapons to do it. We have all the coaches. Uh, I, I believe in Sam. Um, I think he continues to grow, continues to get better. He looks way better with us than he ever did with New York. Um, yeah, I'm very, very hopeful about about Sam Darnold. He's on pace for a 5,000 yard season. Yeah, very, very. You, you know what the best part about this, and what you're uh, adding to what you're saying, Cody, is we're already young and locked in at wide receiver. We're young and locked in at running back. We're young and locked yeah. in just about every position on defense. The only thing we have to work on is the offensive line, really. And guess what? You're young and locked up everywhere else. You can throw a lot at it. So this could be something. It's going to be something really special. That qu- That's on time for Joey. Wanted to get one more thought in before we go. Hey, guys. It's Joey again. Sorry. Uh, this one will be quick. Uh, Pat offline got injured. Good or bad? Like, what do you, what do you guys think about that? I know he kind of – he kind of sucked. Like, I don't know if you already talked about that again. I'm late. I just got back. So, anyway, just wanted to hear your thoughts on that. Well, I think Cody would uh, Cody would say is that this was is bound to happen, right? Is that yeah. uh, he has been your whipping boy, Pat Efline? Yeah. Um, and the injury creates opportunity in your mind, and I think the big thing next week is to look to see if um, what is it, Deontay, Deontay Brown. Brown. Is he yeah. activated? Because he hasn't been active uh, in the, the first two weeks. Guys, to her, to however many people uh, are listening to this chat room, just remember me saying this. Once they give Dante Brown his chance to start on this offensive line, he's never coming out. He's never coming out. And listen, you might say I, ha- I don't have enough proof to, to say that confidently. I don't give a damn. I call my shots. Um, listen, I wish injuries on no one. Uh, you know, I, I want Pat Elfland to be healthy, but the fact of the matter is, Amini Silatolu had to get hurt before we played Andrew Norwell. So it might just be that Pat Elfland's uh, going down might be the best opportunity for this Panthers offensive line to put someone better uh, at, at that position. If that's um, uh, Brown. Maybe even Brady Christensen, give him some more reps at that spot. Uh, we have to Dennis get Daly, right? Yeah, so I, I, Daly I, I, likes the left guard position. Yeah, I don't I wonder if uh, Christensen can play center. No, he's not built. He's not. He's no. too tall. Is he? He's, he's like six foot seven. You want to be like, uh, you know, 
between six foot two and six foot four. He's I that tall. If you're, if you're a senior, yeah, he's a big boy. He's I like didn't six, realize six. that. I didn't he's realize like that. Six, 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 seven. He's, he's a big dude. The the Panthers will need to be. The, here's the thing: is Joe Person came on this podcast and said that we haven't invested in the offensive line anything high like and that and like and so going back to the two calls like put together of how we feel about sam going forward and your you guys's reaction um like greg was saying is that now it's time to we can focus and invest on that um through the draft potentially through free agency right but we are going to have to get ready to pony up and pay some defensive players i hate to say i mean you know, like is you got to pay uh, Brian Burns and Hassan Reddick. I think Hassan Reddick wants to be with Phil Snow and Matt Rule. I agree. I think that they and see he, that yeah. he they value him a tremendous amount, but I think he's still not going to be cheap. I you got to keep in mind he's not been paid the way that he's oh. going to probably want to be paid. He's not been paid the generational like changing his ability to support his family for his entire lifetime, which is what you've got to be asking. You know what you want to do. You can. Like a lot of these guys on the on the Tampa Bay squad that have re-signed for more team friendly deals have already gotten their bag, right? They've yeah. already oh, totally, totally. Made their like money. he needs to be paid. It's just right. uh, are we yeah, going I mean, I to be the ones to do it? And that's the yeah. problem that I think we have with not having developed a winning culture early enough. Um, is I don't know that we're able to maintain this level of success for a long period of time. It's because we have a like you said, we have a lot of up and comers. I think right now the biggest thing, and and it might be unpopular to kind of go back to the phone call, I think Cam Irving is doing a pretty decent job at left tackle. He um, I know he came out. He looked a little injured. I think at one point he got that holding call. Did he go back in? He went back in. Yeah, he went right back in. Um, but, uh, you know, to be quite honest, I think outside of the injury-prone aspect of what he is, I think he's been a pretty damn good left tackle compared to, I mean, especially when you think about what he's been going up against, you know, in, in, you know, those, uh, those defensive lines, I'm not upset with his gameplay. I don't think that it's going to be a Taylor Moten moving over there. Like I know we were thinking was going to be the possibility early on. Um, but I do think I agree with Cody. I think that this, uh, this offensive line is definitely going to have a shakeup uh, come, you know, even I would say it's probably going to happen. I don't know if it's going to even happen. You guys know what the schedule looks like for us. Yeah, but um, real good. But you mean yeah, the um, first, the next seven games, I feel like we're we're in good shape. We can Dallas, yeah. I mean, Dallas has even got really bad defense. Like they they got such a bad defense that they moved their linebacker to defensive end. Oh, and by the by the way, I also did want to confirm. I did see on Twitter, Ian Rappaport did report uh, Tyrod Taylor will have an MRI on his hamstring injury, and he'll know more tomorrow. But Taylor won't play Thursday night. Davis Mills will get his first start on Thursday night football. Yes. Boy, so, all the dude, things are coming into alignment for dude, us, uh, man. Uh, the stars uh, are in alignment. You, yeah. Um, address yeah, a couple of these. Uh, what's up? I was going to say, yeah, I mean, just I mean, we have Texans, Cowboys, Eagles, Vikings, Giants, Falcons, um, and then the Patriots, which could very well be a big Big time game, depending upon what they're able to do. They they've been uh, pretty successful the last couple of weeks. Uh, this week they got four interceptions on your boy Zach Wilson, um, and uh, and yeah, they're they're not doing a horrible job. They only had twenty five points off four interceptions. I feel like they should have been steamrolling much better than that with that defensive uh, performance. But 
Um, I mean, we've got a lot of winnable games, and uh, it's not a matter of like we're overestimating what our team is. Like we have the Houston Texans coming in hobbled a little bit. The Dallas Cowboys are really bad defense, but a very good offense. So it's going to be a big, uh, a big uh, challenge for our our, our defense uh, coming into that game. The Eagles have been kind of a middle of the pack. They haven't been horrible, but they haven't been fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Vikings are, you know, the Vikings. The Giants are the Giants. The Falcons are the Falcons. I mean, it's it, it's looking like a really good first half of the year that could propel us into a, a level of success that we haven't seen since 2015. This is confidence building. We talked about this a lot before the season started. And when we were looking at this schedule is that if you can win in this early phase, when you should, where you should, like we have, we've won the two games that we needed to win that we should have won. Um, And then I think the Jets game was a good example is that you come out of it and was it perfect? Not even close, but it's something you build on. Right. Mm -hmm. Like you've been talking about, Cody, and this is that first 10 games could chisel us into a very competitive team to where if we get the right momentum on that back end against some of those really tough teams, all of a sudden we're the tough team. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're we're such a tough team right now. I think we're the toughest out in the NFC South. Um, you know, we, we, we have something to prove. No one's picking us to win anything this year. Dude, we have it, man. Hey, shout out to Ed Kiger for the $5. He says, give us all the whoop, whoop before whoop, you whoop. go. Whoop, whoop. Oh, I got there you, you go, whoop, man. Whoop. I got you. Whoop, whoop. Y'all, y'all know no matter how good we are this year, though, we're going to have to beat Tampa Bay the first time we play them before anybody takes us serious. And I don't think we play them till like week 15 or 14 so listen i don't look at their defense after what they did against the cowboys and what they're doing i mean they're not having a horrible game against the falcons but the falcons are still it's it's only 11 point game right now going into the fourth quarter i don't look at them as this defensive juggernaut i thought we had uh that we were going to be facing i honestly thought that the saints team was a better defense than what the tampa bay's team is um and uh and right now uh, after what we did to this defense, I have no doubt in my mind that we can ha- we have every chance in the world to beat the Bucks. I I, yeah. I think right now we're going to be underdogs this entire season. I'm ready for the talk uh, to happen when we're when we're eight and zero and people start. Are these the worst eight and zero teams in the history of the NFL? Like they did in 2015. I'm ready for it. I don't you think know they're coming. Saying that about us, I think we got too many parts, man. I mm-hmm. think people are going to start to once all they got to do is this: is they just got to get past the mental hurdle of Sam Darnold. Mm-hmm. Right, because there are people that have formed mean? their opinions about him. Right, oh, it's like yeah. I mean, they've already formed their, but like the national media or anybody is already to a certain degree. If you're not invested in the Carolina Panthers and you're not really rooting for him to succeed, you have a belief set about him likely, and you're either waiting for that to be verified or it's going to take a while for it to be challenge successfully so if sam Darnold plays well this season then i don't think we get classified as a a bad team eight no you know one of those worst good teams ever um i think right now i mean i think it's good there's too many good parts i'm excited i think i think it's very much like how people look at ryan Tannehill when he left miami everybody had their idea i didn't believe in him i thought he stunk Mm mm-hmm 
So, yeah, man. Hey, dude, and it, it turns it, out it, he might. Aren't they losing right now? Hey, it's they're, incredible they're losing, what yeah. Adam Gase will have you believe about some players, huh? Dude, that guy sucked. All the dude. talent he had that he couldn't take advantage Think of. Think about it, bro. <laughs> Think about it. If, if Sam Darnold comes out and he balls, Adam Gase will never have a head a, a coaching job in the NFL, college, or high school in his entire life. He probably oh, shouldn't how, anyway. How about this? Yeah. Uh, apparently, Zach Wilson threw like four interceptions today. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he did not yeah, look good, man. He did um, not look good. How hey, about this? Atlanta, Atlanta got the ball. They've got 17 points on uh, Tampa Bay's de- defense. That's what I was just saying. Yeah, I don't think that they're that big of a difference. Like, as far as like what type of a quality of a uh, defense that we face today, as opposed to what Tampa Bay's got. Yep. Yeah. All right, man. I think we've uh, we've done uh, our due diligence for today's post game show. Uh, we've had a tremendous amount of support in the chat room. I thank you all for that. You can the best thing you can do uh, for Panther Nation and for this podcast is to just do all the thumbs up shares and likes man just tell somebody about it right a lot of people i feel like this is that there's so much out there on the internet that you got to pierce people's brains man so help us get into their ears right uh and let them know and if they're panther fans more than likely uh they're they're gonna enjoy it so um, my name is Tony Dunn. It's the C3 Panthers podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at cat underscore chronicles. We're here on Tuesday night at 9 p.m. The number is 252-228-5098. Um, and we want you to be a part of that show. Cody, tell them how they can get after you. Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at Cody Lack, C-O-D-Y-L-A-C. And uh, listen, man, uh, the Friday free-for-all is something I want to continue to pump out here every Friday at 7 p.m. If you want to come be a podcaster on the C3 podcast, that's your opportunity to do it, man. Yes, I will let you on the show, on the webcam. Hey, you don't even have to be on webcam. Or you can uh, just turn off your your camera, just have a little, a little profile picture like that, man. I don't even care. For every Friday at 7 p.m., uh, come be a part of the show for the Friday Free For All. And, um, yeah, man, we're going to be doing a whole lot more this year. Madden simulations, um, a whole lot of stuff, man. And follow me on drafttech.com, where I am the analyst for the Carolina Panthers, writing picks for the first and second round for the Carolina Panthers. And that's it, man. tell Tell them how to get after you. You can find me on all social media platforms, codizzle underscore Allen for the most part. Um, just, uh, mainly, uh, for more Panthers content, you can uh, keep an eye out for the, uh, weekly Madden simulations that we do where Cody and I do, uh, some, uh, commentating, uh, over top of what Madden will, uh, predict our game to be. And, uh, you know, it's been fun. People have been enjoying it and, uh, just come in and show some love. Greg, you got the super civil servants podcast on Friday nights. Yes, How sir. Can they find, where can they uh, tune into that at? Uh, just check us out on the YouTubes, man, live every Friday, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, it's a group just like this, except we're talking about movies, TV shows, graphic novels, books, all kinds of different stuff. I think we're going to be covering Venom next week uh, in honor of you know, well, oh, Venom 2 coming my, out next. And what we, that's my favorite 
superhero movie. Hey, hit me up, dude, if you want to hop on. Right. Um, is and then that, I thought that's the one that's got Tom. What's the guy's name? Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy yeah. And now the yeah. new one with Venom with Woody oh, Harrelson so coming out. Yeah, that so actually awesome. does look freaking. It, it sick. looks pretty decent. But I tell you what, I'm more excited for is going to be the Matrix coming out in December, and hopefully, I can steal some of y'all because we're going to review all the Matrix movies and the Animatrix and the game nice. and all that stuff. Nice. On yeah, top of the regular shows we do, Titans and Star Girl and Shang Chi and What If and everything out there you watch on television, man, it's pretty fun. I stuff. gotta check y'all. So, I gotta check this Venom out, talk man. out. Yeah, uh, y'all done The Witcher yet? No, have not done that yet. I haven't got around to completing my watch on that I'm yet. I'm just starting yeah. watching it. I like it. I like it. All right, hey, uh, real quick, real quick. Don't look now. The Falcons just closed the score within three of the Bucks, twenty-five yeah. to twenty-eight. Hey, let oh. them do whatever, man. The, yeah. I, I don't, I don't, I don't see a real threat in this division. I don't I don't see a threat in this fucking division. It's ours for the taking. Keep on pounding. Get us out of here. Get us out of here. Peace and love, C3 Nation. Keep pounding. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.